The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. We have no more time. Mr. Lee is here. What happened? He, he got sucked, sucked, up. sucked up by a black hole. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That happened. A super yeah. hole. In yeah. space, no one can hear you come. So. <laughs> or uh, go. Or, you know. go but he might get spewed out well, later exactly. in another frequency. Very, very dangerous. I think it's yeah. very worrying. You don't know what's the other side of these black holes and where mm. they go, and mm. then they go into I another like universe. I like studying black holes, but mm. I'll, be sc- I'll be scared to enter a black hole. Mm. You can't ever, mm. because... Well, sometimes you can. You can never come back. You can. Well, you can They say that, don't they? Once you've tried black holes... Sometimes you don't want to come back. No, why would you? like it. Why would you? like you? it so much. I do like, I like getting, I like studying them. Yeah. yeah. I do like studying them, James, black holes. Yeah. But you've never entered one. I like discussing it. Yeah. I'm more a discusser. Really? A I'm a studier. You're a yeah. talker. I like to talk about it. I'm a voyeur. It. You're an intellectual, James is very quiet about it, isn't he? Isn't he? Don't be embarrassed. This is, it's out of your depth, <laughs> I get it. Come on, jump in <laughs> with us. Fifty billion times bigger than the sun. Now that mm. is one yeah. mother of a black hole, isn't wow. it? Yeah. Wow, that's why, that's why it's called the super mother black hole, isn't it? Are you, a man could get lost <laughs> in that. Yeah. A man could just get... Mm, well, to boldly go. Well, that's what I'm gonna go, away from is the program thinking about this. Is true that you dehydrate? I heard you dehydrate, mm. you go into yeah. a black hole and you get sucked mm. dry, mm. and you just kind of turn yeah. into mm. dust. Everything gets destroyed once it goes in. I suppose you would be to boldly go where no man oh, has, got, has gone he's before. Got no, uh, <laughs> hair on his head. We've got no oh, hair. dear. No. He's a man of slap. Ian Lee is next. You can't so say slap tomorrow. Tomorrow. Can't A say man slap. of slap. Thank you very much. Don't say it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. We're stuck in the hoover. Uka zaga, 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 uka zaga. Shag a pony. It wasn't even good enough to be shit. Horny. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, each one she passes goes. Moça do corpo dourado do sol do Panema, o seu avançado é mais que um poema, é a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar. You're a pervert. Wow! Yes, I would give my heart gladly. Grab pussy! When she walks to the sea, she looks straight ahead, not at me. She's just 17. Night night, everybody. Night night. They've cancelled Brexit. I mean, she just doesn't see. Does he say Ipanema wrong in that? I don't want to question Frank Sinatra, mainly because uh, he's dead and he will be unable to respond. But he says Ipanema. Yeah. All right. Let's applaud the guy. Let's applaud the guy. It's all blue eyes. And then he sparks up a fact. Good evening, dear listener. 
This is the Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, uh, on Talk Radio. Kath is away. And you know the saying, when the cat's away, the mice are going to be running all over the shop. I haven't done a solo show in, like, I was doing the maths, and it's like, I don't know, like two years or something. So I'm feeling a little bit rusty, a little bit, mm, what's going to happen? I have no idea. So, what I'm hoping is, dear listener, this evening is that you have the decency to support an elderly man as he sits and probably has some form of nervous breakdown on the wireless. Not a proper nervous breakdown like last time. A fun one. Uh, you can give me a call about absolutely anything you want. 0344 You'll speak to Haley. She will take your name and number. And she will give you a call back. You don't even have to tell her what you want to talk about. You can come on and talk about anything. I tell you, I don't want to get, I don't want to get all heavy, heavy, heavy. But this, um, the, 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 I, I, I don't want to get heavy. We're going to have fun and we're going to mess around and do like crazy shit. Sorry for the bad language, but that's the only way I could think of describing it. We're going to do crazy stuff, fun stuff. I promise you that. But I have been really confused by the number of middle-aged, primarily middle-aged men, um, and I know some of the a-holes that work at this station as well, but primarily middle-aged men who think it's uh, uh, acceptable to attack a 16-year-old girl for having an opinion. Do you know what I mean? The whole Greta Thunberg, is that how you say her last name? I've never said it out loud. Let's say Greta Thunberg until someone corrects me. I'm, I'm happy to be corrected. That's cause kind of my vibe here. How the, no, the number of, and it is primarily middle-aged men. I know D- D- Julia Hartley Brewer was, was doing it this morning on her hate fest. Um, but what, I don't, um, I, I don't understand. We're going to read some comments out in a bit that have been tweeted um, in response to a BBC News story. So she's going to a conference that's like um, about climate change and stuff like that. And everybody has flown out there on supersonic jets and private jets and all of that. And she's decided to go on what I think is as carbon neutral a vehicle as possibly you can get. Right? As, as you can get. It's like some boat, like some weird little tiny boat thing. So she's decided to go on this boat and it's going to take her two weeks to get there. Is it in New York? You can tell how badly I've researched this story. It's not, it's not about research. It's about feeling and it's about being nice and it's got, um, it's about just, you know, not being a dick. Um, so she, so everyone's going on these jets and all of that. Okay. And it's about global warming and saving the earth. Mark, I'll be with you in a second. Um, and she's gone on a boat that is, I think, is pretty carbon neutral. Again, I'm happy to be corrected either way, but it's as pretty carbon neutral as you can get, right? And it's going to take her two weeks. And so, I, uh, why would anybody, why would anybody want to have a go at her? What? That's the first question, right? And I know that a lot of you are kind of liberal lefty centrists as i am so i suspect we're not going to get but every now and then we get we throw um a maggot it, it, put them a maggot on the end of a hook throw it into the canal and we get a tommy robinson supporter listening to this show a tommy robinson supporter it's because they're too thick to know how to turn over to lbc that's all it is they don't know how to work radios right so it, it, but it, if, if anyone could explain to me why 
anybody would want to have a go at Greta Thunberg, a 16-year-old girl? Why anyone would want to have a go at a 16-year-old girl? And why anybody would want to do it on social media? It's kind of one thing, doing it in the privacy of your home and, and, and saying, you know, to your thick wife, because you're a thick man, generally, saying to your thick wife, Greta Thunberg's a dick. That's one thing saying that privately, in the privacy of your own thick house, right? But to then go, I'm going to tell everybody that, where's my phone? And to then go and get your phone out, or your lappy, and to tweet it, to to tweet it into the public domain, and to let everybody know that you hate a 16-year-old girl. I don't get it, right? And here's the thing as well. Means that, forget what her politics are to one side. I don't get going on and attacking a 16 year old girl. Now, if she was a 16 year old jihadist, if she was a 16 year old teaching the kids of the world how to make bombs to kill their parents, oh, then that case, yes, in that case, yeah, attack her. But she's not, she's a 16 year old kid, and I'm being slightly patronizing by using the word kid, but I'm kind of doing it deliberately, right? She's a 16 year old kid who all she, all she wants to do is save the world. Now, you could argue that global warming is a myth and that it's exaggerated. You could, again, you'd be an idiot because you know there's evidence. You, but you could argue that. You could argue that. You could, you could say, well, you know, global warming isn't real. If you want to, you know, deny science, then you could do that. But then, why would that make you hate some hate someone who you think is wrong scientifically, but all they're trying to do is do like a nice thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I've seen some of the tweets today, and some of I ended up not arguing with this guy called Simon because he was too much of an idiot to argue. He didn't have the brain cell to argue, but he started attacking her. And, and I just said, why are you doing that? She's a 16-year-old kid, and you're a grown man. What, are, you, are you getting off on that? Is that turning you on? Is that a power thing? Why would you do it? I see 16-year-olds doing stuff that I don't agree with and, and, and you know, think is silly, but I'm going to go online and slag them off. It's weird, isn't it? If you've done it, oh, man, I'd love to speak to you. I've got, can I put a theory out? Can I put a theory out that, that is going to get, okay, I'm going to see my theory. My theory is, my theory um, about the people, the men, primarily men, um, although there are certain exceptions, including some gobshites that work at this station, there, uh, th- my theory is that the men online, and this is just a theory, I don't know it for sure, the men online who are uh, uh, attacking or be- belittling or being rude about Greta Thunberg, uh, a 16-year-old girl who just wants to save the planet, my theory is they voted Brexit. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I don't know. Hey, if you attacked her and you, you voted Remain, I'd love to hear from you. I'm just, it's just my theory. I'm not saying all Brexiteers, all people who voted Leave. I'm not saying all people who voted Leave hate Greta Thunberg. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying, this is my theory. I don't know that all people who hate Greta Thunberg voted Leave. That's just my theory. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in about that, and we'll read out some of the tweets. You can call in about anything you want, to be honest. I really don't mind. Good evening, Mark. 
Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm... Um, do you know what, Mark? I have actually had a really, really positive day. I'm feeling good. It. I'm feeling alive. I'm, I'm arguing... Uh, no, I'm not. Someone's... Someone... Mm-hmm. Let me let me tread carefully because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. Okay, someone is trying to get me riled up, right? Oh, what on Twitter? No, 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 no. This is a, a, a real person, a real human yeah. being in my life. Oh dear, is trying to get me riled up. And in the past, I would have I would have got riled up, and I would have argued with this person. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not arguing with them. I'm ig- I'm ignoring them. I've, I've stated my case several yes. times very firmly, but politely, and now I'm ignoring their... I can hear... If I listen carefully, or mm-hmm. check my WhatsApp, I can hear toys being th- just tossed out of a pram, <laughs> right? Just tossed out of a pram, and I'm, I'm just ignoring it. I'm just Good ignoring it. And it's tough, it's new for me, but God damn it, I'm doing my best. So you I'm all right. Ca- You've seen karma in recent weeks, Ian. Yes, uh, just because I have, I have almost zero shame in my body. Yes. I'm free of shame, Mark. Well, actually, shame and I parted a company many years ago. How did you do it? Not giving a shit. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but then, okay, Sorry. but then that's because I'm reading this brilliant, the, the subtle art of not giving an F, right? Yeah. Which is a great book. Um, uh, but, but it sounds easier than it is. So how did you stop no, giving an S? Um, I had a bit of a tragedy sort of 20 years ago, losing my mum, and then realising that life shouldn't be taken so serious, and I've always sort of been calm since then, really. Mm. Good. It makes a difference, doesn't it? Well, it, it makes you realise you've got to appreciate every day and just the, the whole living experience and, um, you know, it's good. <laughs> that's not what I phoned about. Go you. On, I wanted Mark. to ask you about something else. Yeah, go on. You, you got me excited on Monday because you're going to talk about Mars. And then I don't think you mentioned it in the end. Well, this is, uh, well, I need, I need, um, uh, Catherine here, right? Because I, I have this theory, for those who are new to the show, I have a theory that many millions, maybe billions of years ago, human beings lived on Mars and there was some disaster. Maybe it was a war. Maybe it was an ecological right. disaster. But some of us managed to escape from Mars to, to Earth and restart life. And Catherine's argument is, well, why, why hang on, I'm from Manchester. Why haven't we got why haven't we got the bloody technology then? Why haven't right. we got it? <laughs> and my, um, I have learned that before the Roman Empire, mm-hmm. there was a race of people before the Roman Empire, um, and they were very, very advanced. I'm trying to find what the name of them were. Uh, I can't think what they were called. But anyway, they were very advanced technology. The Babylonians? The what, eh? Babylonians? It wasn't the Babylonians. I think it begins with an E. Right, okay. And I've just typed in the race of people before the Roman Empire. E. The... I can't remember. Or it may have began with an right, A. Right, okay. Can anyway. I, yeah, because yeah, that's, um... There's a guy who used to be on the radio a lot years ago. Yeah. Called Richard C. Hoagland. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of him? No. He's sometimes on on Howard Hughes. I like people who have a um, a letter as their middle name. It adds a real sense of gravitas <laughs> and mystery to them, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? Yes. Mm. And um, he he's an ex NASA employee, and he used to sort of uh, phone chains well in the olden days, and go on about sort of um, NASA photos and finding sort of artifacts on Mars, yeah. and remnants of sort of what were power stations and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Oh, and, no, uh, I, I, listen, one day, the, with NASA, we're going to cut live to NASA, mm -hmm. and they're going to give us live the Etruscans. Thank you, Paul Ross, it was the Etruscans, <laughs> and I will make my point on the Etruscans in a bit. That we're, they're gonna, NASA are going to do a live broadcast from Mars of that um, uh, Mars rover going around, and it's going to yes. dig something up, and the, they're going to go, well, what is it? It, it's ma it looks like it's made by hands, and we're going to zoom in, and it's going to be a TV remote control or an old Walkman. Right, you need to get Richard C. Hoagland on one time talk about it. Does, is, this, is this his theory? That he yes, stole it from me? Yes, definitely. Anyway, quickly, so before the Romans, yes. there were the Etruscans, yes. right? They were a really advanced uh, civilization, and they had their own language and all of this stuff. And we, in the 2,000-odd years since they went, 2,500 years, we have translated almost nothing of their written work. We've translated almost nothing, because we can't. It's too complicated, we can't work it out. And that just proves that within two and a half thousand years, we have lost the language of a group of people. In two and a half thousand years. Right. So imagine what we could lose in a million years. Mm. In the you know, very dark ages. Very, very dark yeah, ages. So, so what was your thing that you were going to talk about? You actually, was it this, that what you're it. telling me now? Was that, was, that, was, that, that was what, what I'm telling you now. I'm right, okay, okay, okay. I got very excited and he didn't I, mention it all night. I'm t I do apologise. Well, uh, uh, I'm I feel I feel like um, I've let you down. It's okay, Ian. It's okay, but you didn't let me down tonight because you played the girl from Ipanema. No, what a sexy song, isn't it? By Frank Sinatra. Do yeah. you remember the CD I sent you? Oh, you're the girl from Ipanema guy. Yes. <laughs> this guy sent me um, a, a, a CD with about 35 versions of the girl from Ipanema yeah. on. Yeah. It's a great you're record. Did he ever play it, or did it sort of fall asleep and worry about falling asleep in the car? It got, it, 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 it got flicked through. Yes. It got flicked through, and it will be saved for one of those occasions. Okay. Trust me. Dinner parties are very good, very good for that. <laughs> so after about sort of six versions, people will sort of say, is that the same song you're playing over and over again? <laughs> Mark, nice to talk to you, mate. Thank Likewise. you very much. Talk to you soon, Ian. Bye. We've got George, we've got Paul, we've got Caddick. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Uh, let me just give you a little bit of advice. If you are online... And you are slagging off a 16-year-old girl on social media, then really there's something very, very sad and wrong with your life. It's primarily men, not exclusively. But what kind of person sits at home and thinks, uh, Greta Thunberg, um, yeah, 16-year-old girl, I'm going to go online and say that she's sick and she's a slag and that she's dangerous and that I hope she dies on that boat. What kind of person... Would do that. Hey, listen, if she was a jihadist going around teaching people how to make bombs, then yeah, sure, I could, I can kind of understand why you might want to do that. But all she is, is a 16 year old kid, young woman, that wants to save the planet for her kids and my kids and your grandkids. And yet there are a huge number of people, primarily men, not exclusively, who think it's acceptable to bully, and it is bullying, a 16-year-old kid online. If you're doing that, I would suggest you're thick, you voted Brexit, and you need to have a good hard look at yourself. 
all right? So do up your trousers, go and wash your hands, and have a little think about your attitude towards children, okay? Well done, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Monsieur. Prove that you are rhythmic, Paul. Give me a rhythm. It's him. It's definitely him. You've passed. You've passed the test, Paul. Well done. What can we do for you on this? Uh, most. Uh, I've lost track of the days. I want to say. Um, oh God! Look, someone's just tweeted in saying Greta Thunberg is a fraud. It's not her fault. She's oh. Soros funded. Now I oh, don't understand. God. That's that would be George Soros, wouldn't it? Who? Yeah. And I think it could be argued that, that suggesting stuff is Soros funded is he's Jewish, isn't he? No, he's not. Is he not? Is he? I thought he was. I think he is, and I I think that that people say that that George Soros is the the mastermind behind everything. He rules the world. Um, and, but, and the kind of unwritten thing is, cause he's a Jew, and so therefore it becomes kind of an anti-Semitic, the Jews are controlling the world, the media, and all of that nonsense. I think, I think I've got yeah. it right. Yeah. Well, well, he, he waked me up in the morning. Sorry? He waked me up in the morning. George Soros he, wakes he, you up? Yeah, because he's that, that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. George, where's my paycheck, man, for crying yeah. out loud? Where's my paycheck? What can we do for you this evening, Paul? Well, I, I called with regard to your um, your kind of uh, fishing expedition oh, of, yeah. of the introduction to, to speak of uh, Greta, but I should preface everything by saying that I am alcoholically compromised. Golly gosh, Paul! Well, this is this is going to be great. Just press record and play because he's going to say something <coughs> that embarrasses himself, and he may even be sick on the air. Beautiful. <coughs> I, I hope not. But, uh, consequence, uh, all of these people are able to say these things in this way yeah. because there is no consequence. Yep. Um, and I, I further that to the uh, legal action that was placed against Boris Johnson, the current Prime Minister, yeah. which today was batted out of court saying that it was not his public interest whether or not he lied. Okay, this was the court case. What was it that he was accused of lying about? It was, was it the 350 million quid thing? Exactly so. Right, okay. Well, there is no, there is no, you know there's no consequence. Here's the thing, right? I could go, I, I could say pretty much anything untrue, as long as it wasn't libelous, right? As long as I didn't say, oh, uh, well, do you know what, actually? <laughs> the rules are slightly different for me, but it turns out you can say that such and such are pedophiles now. I mean, um, I love how Donald Trump, who was also friends with Jeffrey Epstein, is, is pretty much saying that Bill Clinton is a pedophile. Now, Bill Clinton did hang out with Jeffrey Epstein. He may be a dodgepot as well. All of this needs to be investigated. But if the if the president of the United States of America can come out and call a f another former president a nonce um, without any evidence to back it up, then anything goes, Paul. Mm -hmm. Anything that goes. We are living on the edge of the, the dark thing. This is um. What are you? What are you calling us from? Are you using uh, an old ear horn to speak to us? It's very very poor quality. I'm speaking on um, uh, an iPhone 7 Plus. 
Okay, well, I would suggest you, you save up and you get yourself an iPhone 8 minus, because this sounds bloody awful. Paul, thank you very much. He's right, there's no consequence. There's no consequence to anything these days. You can, you can say kind of what you want, particularly online, particularly if you're, um, you're doing it anonymously and you haven't got your own picture up there. You can, you can do it. You can say pretty much whatever you want. I'm going to read some of the comments out that were posted about, um, Greta Thunberg. I'm saying it wrong and I don't know quite know how to say it. So maybe Alan knows. Alan, how do you say her name? Alan? Hello? What? Hello? Hi, boss. Uh, hello? What What happened there? Sorry, boss, I missed my cue. You were snoring. No, I wasn't snoring. Yes, you were snoring. I had my eyes open. We, we, we all heard you snoring. For five seconds? Yeah, that's a snore. Well, I snore for five minutes. But, but that, that's, I don't... You, you were snoring. Even when my eyes were open. People, you know, I sleep with my eyes open. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, sexy. Not sexy. Not completely open, but they're, I open, like, there's, a, there's like a sort of slit open, and you, it's normally my eyes have rolled back, so it's the white of my eyes that you can see. Like uh, The Undertaker. Like, what? The Undertaker done that. D- did he? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, that's not who I'm modelling it on, uh, but that's, uh, that's, yeah, like The Undertaker. Why the hell not? What have you got for us, Alan? Well, I don't... I've been what? having a theory. Having a what? A feeling? A theory. A theory. Because relating back to horror films, what was the most scariest horror film you've ever seen? Oh, whatever. Yeah. Okay. The one I still have nightmares about the most, even though it's not very scary, is Halloween 3. Yeah. I still have nightmares about Halloween 3. It's not a great film, but it's, you know, five more days to Halloween. It, I, I still have nightmares about that. But the scariest... What was your scariest, Alan? Mine would be the Blair Witch Project. Oh, shut up. That was rubbish. It was so scary. It was so bad. What? It was so bad. It was so scary. Was, okay, let's choose those. Which of these? It's like, now, which door are you going to walk through? Um, gosh, okay. I thought Blair Witch was rubbish. How they managed to get away with a sequel, it's totally beyond me. Didn't they? They've made, like, four or five Blair Witches, haven't they? Yeah, but the first one, it was, it was so second-hand filming from a camcorder. It's like everything I've seen on you being framed. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I don't know the scariest. I mean, I guess, oh, I tell you the, I tell you the scariest film, right? This is the scariest film. And it, was only, it, it wouldn't be scary if I watched it now, but I watched it as a kid, right? I watched it when we would have been about 1982, so I was about nine. God knows what my mum was doing letting me, uh, watch this uh, horrible, horrible film, right? So it's this film where it's a trilogy. There's, there's, it's a, um, uh... Is it Star Wars? No, no, it's not Star Wars, and it's not a trilogy. I take that back. It's, um, the, I can't remember the word when it's like three anthology. It's an anthology, right? So there's three little stories in there. First one, it's boring. It's about this guy that buys a Rolls Royce, an old Rolls Royce... And it takes him back to the 1920s, right? Yeah. Boring. Second one was a little bit freakier. I can't really remember what happened, but it's got, like, vampires and stuff in it. Yeah. The third part, it's a woman. 
she lives on like this sort of by the by the cliffs on a cliff, right? Yeah. And a little five-year-old boy dies. Oh no! Yeah, she's really upset about this. So she does a black magic spell to bring the five-year-old boy back to life. Yeah. Right. And the boy comes back to life, and he knocks on the door, and she opens it, and there's her little boy, but half of his face is like all mouldy because he's been dead for a bit. Oh my god! And then he comes in. And then he tries to kill his mother, and he says, "Bobby didn't want to come back." Oh boy! And I honestly, I saw that at like eight years old, man, and it was just the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god! Bobby didn't want to come back. Well, where was Ken? Joe. You said Bobby didn't want to come back. Bobby, Bob, Bobby, you absolute pudding for crying out loud. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This dear listener is the late night alternative. I'm flying solo. It's just me, Ian Lee on talk radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on talk radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the, uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Let's find, let me just find the, um, let me just find the, uh, Greta Thunberg story on, um, the BBC tweeted. And, um, then we'll read some of the comments. Here we go. Here we go. It's uh, it's here. Right. Here we go. Here we go. So let's read. Let's just read some of the comments uh, down the bottom to see how low we've sunk as a species. Okay. Let's uh, let's just do that and see how 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 lousy we are as humans. It's about sixteen year old Greta Thunberg departs Plymouth uh, on a solar powered racing yacht bound for a climate conference in conference in New York. Sixteen year old kid. That's it, right? So let's just see. If you say. Why do the left, from communism and fascism, always use kids as cannon fodder for their political agenda and ideology? Um, looks like she's not wearing a life jacket, says Ben Sutherland. That's a good sign. Nice to make jokes about kids dying there. Nice guy. <coughs> um, David Devlin uh, says, When I was 16, I spent my summer holiday working in a shop and boozing with mates. Good times. Unlike this rubbish. <laughs> um, Wolfgang Kitzler says she won't be moaning about climate change if they get into difficulties and need to be rescued by helicopters full of diesel and other fossil-fueled vessels, though. Ay, ay, ay. This is just effing weird, says Dan Fletcher. The way the media are following her like the second coming and how she stands at the front alone, it really does make me feel weird. Um, here's hoping that Thunberg doesn't have an ironic meeting with an iceberg. Uh, the right, I bet she won't refuse a defibrillator if she needs one. And I bet she once got in a car. I hope it sinks, says Daily Hammer. Um, tragic, feel sorry for her. Um, uh, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's, it's really weird. To, to, I mean, if you disagree with her politics, why would you want to have a go at her? 
like that. I just think that as a society we are, we are a bunch of scumbags and someone should drop a nuclear bomb on all of us and wipe us out. And let's begin again. Now, he's seen through my cunning plan of not giving him much time at the end of the show, so he's called up at the start of the show. And because there are no other callers, I've got no other choice but to go to George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Napoleon. Um, oh. as, you're, as you're going solo, yes. I, I, I think you should... Uh, Ilya Kuryakin. Name yourself Napoleon. Yes. While you, what do you think? I think I'm going to go with Ilya Kuryakin. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a very uh, niche conversation we're having, it, guys. Not many people, no one here working here remembers the bloody man from Uncle. Um, huh? you were t- the, the first couple of nights ago, you were talking about horror films yes. and, uh, and I wanted to participate in that. I've never seen a horror film. Shut the front door, George. You've never seen a horror film? You don't no. know what you're missing. No, I, I remember as, as, as a young, young kid, uh, a series on, on BBC television yes. called Little Red Monkey. Huh? That, 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 that was scary. <laughs> And, uh, do you ever hear, hear of it? I've never heard of Little Red Monkey, George, thank Christ. No. No, no, no. It, it, it was, you it was always sound, you always sound surprised and slightly offended when I, I say, say no to you. Even if it's no, I don't remember a television program that you've just named. No, no, no. you wouldn't remember it because it was a long time ago. Why did you ask me? Uh, I asked you if you'd ever heard of it. Okay, well, well, if I, if I'd heard of it, to, if, I would have to have remembered it to be able to recall it now. So my, okay. my original point still stands. I, I want this to be a bit special, this call, actually. What's it the anniversary of? No, it's not an anniversary. Well, it probably is, but it is. I can't, I can't th- th- think of what it would be. Let's make one up. Well, th- th- this is my first call as the, the wandering no. Jew. It's the second one. No, uh, the, 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 the first one I was just announcing. You were just announcing you were going to be called the wandering Jew, but now you weren't the wandering Jew. You were, you were, that was your, um. Introduction. Yes. What do they call it? Um, my mind is pl- playing absolute tricks on me. What do they call it when, um, like when you watch like how Wolverine got to be Wolverine? Origin story. Right. <laughs> yeah, this is that was your origin story, and now this is the first movie in the franchise proper. Yeah, and I I, I have it in mind to to do all the arse off us, huh? No, why do you say that? that, that that's one of my wonders. I I wonder why you're so negative towards me, Just Ian. It, 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 it's uh, quite boring. That's all. Sorry, your calls are quite boring. That's all. Boring. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to share sh- share a vision of a lovely future. Oh, what what, what is boring about the uh, fact that you do it every single bloody phone call, George? No, you don't let me do it. You do. Bank of Gazillion Wonders, the the Wise Isles, and all that rubbish. Why is it rubbish? It's boring. Did you hear of a new political party standing there to, for in, in, independence for London? Uh, have you heard about them? Is it, are you connected with them in any no, way? No, no. Okay, no, I haven't heard about them. I, I would really, really love to. God, I've got yeah, two no, hours no. and twenty minutes of this crap. Yes? Um, 
I just uh-huh. I just have in mind that it would be really nice to no, do talk about that. S- okay. s- seven uh, conversations from the wandering Jews, sort of seven wonders together with you, and um, and and, no. it, and it could be special. No, seven conversations. Seven seven conversations. This, this is the first one. Oh God! Uh, and they and do they get better? Of course they get better. Okay, they All get right. better and better, but but but. but uh, um, I mean, it's I- interesting to me. You were talking the other week to some guy about Stonehenge and 150 meters. R- Richard, somebody was it? Can you remember? I've got no idea. You've got no idea. No, I don't remember the callers. I very rarely remember it wasn't the call- caller. It was a guest. Richard, someone was talking about Stonehenge and then thinking it, it, it had been made up of. Uh, giant bones and stuff and and you can't remember any of that anyone know i don't know i don't remember it i don't remember this i don't remember the show once i've done it really yes and you were saying to him how open-minded you were and very. And, and, and you're not open-minded no, I'm not at open, all. I'm very open-minded i'm not open-minded to, to you repeating yourself again and again and again but i'm open-minded yes but not to me, and, and and not to the experiences that I had. No, back I have. Th- but the thing is, here's the thing: I am very open-minded because you're on now talking about it, right? But you just say the same thing over and over again. I'm not open-minded to seven conversations with the wandering Jew. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just wondering why you're so negative towards me, Ian. Because you're, I've told, I've just told you because you don't. I'll tell you again because you don't listen. You don't listen. I do listen. I listen all the time to you doing the same phone call every single time. You don't listen. I've linked myself to a biblical prophecy and uh, and it's a wonderful prophecy and I really it's do... It's a bank so of a gazillion wonders and it's... Nothing to do with the bank okay. of a well, then, gazillion then, wonders. Tell me what it is. The prophecy is, is John's Gospel, chapter oh, 16, just, verse 13. I don't, I just tell me what it is, please. I, I, I am linking myself to a biblical tell me prophecy. What, tell me what the prophecy is. It says, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself but that which he hears that shall he speak and he will show you things to come right so what does that mean what is the prophecy tell me what that means i don't understand it it's a prophecy in john's gospel which is the only gospel in which jesus isn't i don't want any more background i don't want any more background i want you to tell me what the prophecy is in modern english that's easy for an idiot like me to understand prophecy is is of someone uh, an actor who is going to play the part of the spirit of truth and guide people into all truth and show them things to come and that's you is it i suppose i suppose it could well be me ian and it's, it's not a small thing to say but but but, but uh, someone is definitely going to play that part and and uh, i i maybe 
maybe Russell Brand would play the okay, part. Uh, okay, well, there we go. Here we go. All right. Well, that's that's great, George. So, so another six of these to go, huh? Yeah. Literally but... cannot wait. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. I just need to make a quick phone call. I do apologise. Bear with me. Bear with me. Right. Hello, is that, is that Peter Heater? That is correct. You're speaking to the mayor. How are you? I'm fine. This is Ian Lee. Uh, but I, I, and it's not... Listen, you're on the air, so you just watch your mouth, you lanky magician. Oh, I, I straight to that. Brilliant. It's, uh, this right. is Pete Heat, magician, friend of the show. We're calling... And it, listen, Pete, I'm not calling you at quarter past, fifteen, uh, quarter two, 15 minutes later than we said, because I forgot. I'm not. You're not doing that. It no, was no. just... It was just very busy, very busy start of the show, and I couldn't... I, I couldn't cut off my callers to get to you. No, and it was a riveting call, wasn't it, the last one? <laughs> How you doing, man? Your voice sounds absolutely shagged. Yeah, um, it's because it is, yeah. Um, I, I'm very worried, you know, I've been doing a show every day for the last, what seems like, a year, but I don't yeah. know, a um, couple of weeks, I guess. And, um, so yeah, my voice is ruined. Um, uh, but it's great. It's very fun. So, so for those who don't know, Pete, uh, you, most of you will have heard Pete come in the studio before. He's a brilliant magician. He's about six foot seven. Um, and he's, he's, I, I love magic and he's, he's definitely up there in my top 20 magicians that I've had on my show. And you are at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. This isn't your first Edinburgh, is it? It's not my first Edinburgh, no, I did a couple, I did 2012 and 2013, and then I had a big break from it because I was having babies and being married and all that sort of thing. And, um, now I'm back, baby. Let's get the plugs in now, and we're going to get the plugs in at the end. What is the show called, where and when is it? Okay, the show is called Massive Wizard. Mm. It's called Pete Heat, Massive Wizard, because I am massive, six or seven. That's true. Uh, And it is at 8.45 every night, except tonight because it's my night off. But you would have missed it anyway. Yeah. Um, and it's at the Gilded Balloon Patterhouse, which is at Three Chambers Street. And are people are people coming? Are you selling out? Oh, I'm not selling out yet, but that's because I'm in a bloody massive room. I'm in a 160 seater. Oh. Um, which is, uh, I'd say, over ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, people are coming. Yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's, it's been. Like, definitely good, good little crowds. Um, but no, not sold out yet, but that may change. You know? But it's, you're getting pe- people are turning up. People are turning up. And yeah. they're not booing. They are generally not booing. That's no, if exciting. anything, they appear to be even enjoying it sometimes. That's ridiculous. Did, yeah. um, did my friend Mike McCartney turn up? Oh, I'm not sure. If he did, then I don't think he said anything to him. He's, he's coming in on Friday. He's a guest on the show on Friday, and I'm going to question him. And oh, if, okay. if he didn't go to your show like he said he would on Twitter, I don't care who his brother is, he's getting kicked out of my studio, buddy. Ah, uh, actually, I've just realised it might... <laughs> I've had one bad gig, which was on, uh, Sunday. Yeah. Uh, there was like 12 people in, and they were mostly magicians, which, and they don't react as magic tricks, obviously. Oh, no. And, and there was a guy at the end who did come up and quickly say hello. <laughs> so oh, what, no, he uh, came on him. a bad night! If it was him, if it was him, um, then, then yeah, he came on an awful night. <laughs> 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 and then to break down on stage and then drag the audience down with me. Um, but apart from that night, it's been great. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what, do, did, what, did, did all, did you know all the magicians then? And were they sitting there, yeah, like, yeah. sort of, like, just with their arms crossed going, oh, right, he's doing it that way, is he? Well, to be fair to them, no, they, they were, um, you know, sort of getting involved, but there's, there's a limit to what, to how big their reactions are going to be, because they know, <laughs> they know what's going on, they're magicians. Um, so they, you know, they weren't, um, they weren't bad, but they just weren't your ideal audience. See, perfect. if I was a magician, and right, and, and, uh, th- there's, there's, there's an audience of magicians watching a magician and you did a trick, I'd go, mm-hmm. I would heckle you by going, yeah, that's very good, but can you do this? And then <laughs> I'd just like make a dragon come out of my ass or something. <laughs> yeah, they did do that. Did actually. they? Oh yeah, no! Yeah, that's why it was such a great gig. Um, because I got chased around the venue by an arse dragon. Arse dragon. But no, I mean to be honest, that one it was. They've been said no, it was fine, but I know it was not a good gig. So if that's the one he saw, then um, then I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> However, the others the others have been great. It's been a good a good fun thing. And what is the point? Afterwards. What is the point of you being there? Why are you doing this? Because it's hard oh, work and it's expensive. And oh, is there yeah, something yeah. you're hoping to achieve by being um, there? Well, like most performers, Ian, and I'm sure you probably include yourself in this, I can only get validation externally. Yes, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so I need people to tell me I'm good. No, um, I'm, I'm basically, I'm hoping to boost my profile a bit, get some reviews, hopefully get people from, I don't know, TV companies and things coming to see me. Um, you know, you never know who you're going to meet up here. Like, I met a guy the other day who uh, books guests for the Conan O'Brien show in LA. No. Now, whether or not that will lead to anything is another matter, but, you know, just that type of people going around and chatting to you. Um, so, yeah, basically, it's just, it's just and also, I, I just enjoy doing it. I enjoy being on stage and yeah. doing comedy. Magic. And you enjoy, you enjoy spending thousands of pounds and being broke, of course. Oh, absolutely. I love it, yeah. And eating, like, solely potato-based food for an entire month. Have yeah. you had any reviews yet? No, I haven't yet. I did, um, so, uh, so I've had, like, audience reviews, but they don't really count. Cause that's just it's the Scotsman and the List. Are they still the ones? Yeah, yeah, the, 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 they, they definitely haven't been in. But, yeah, they're out there. They're big ones. The Scotsman particularly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no one seems to want to come and review me, which is annoying. Um, but it's been fine, it's been good. So, like, it's a very, it's a very silly, weird show. Like, as you, you see me on stage, right, with my, with my weasels and my, um, yeah. it's all quite surreal and weird. But basically, the, the sort of general concept of it is that I've got a time machine now. Oh, what? And, yeah, so I've, uh, I've come back into my own past, which is now, which is for you, the present. Yeah. And because I've been here once before, I know everything that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I know everything's going to happen in the show. I know. Um, and yeah, so that's the sort of rough concept of it. And um, it's fun. It's good. Oh, it's fun. I want to see it. Are you going to do? Are you going to do it down here? I'd like to. Yeah. So I'll definitely do at least one in London somewhere. Yeah. Good, because I want to come and see it, man. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. See it. Do, do, do. Um, Mm, we, here's the thing, man. The review, because I haven't done Edinburgh for years and years and years. I only did it a couple of times and I did a few shows and it's, I found it so stressful, partly because I was drinking a lot and, you know, up to all kinds of shenanigans, which uh, yeah, doesn't make yeah. it easy. Um, but it is that there is so much, uh, uh I, I think the last time I did it, we were doing three shows. And the one that we thought was brilliant got two stars, and the one that we thought was crap got four stars. And me and my friend were just scratching on our head going, how is this? How, yeah. how does this, does, how does this work? Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't mean anything, does it really? I mean, ultimately, as long as the, uh, the actual audience seems to be enjoying it, I think that's, that's what you really aim for. But, and, 
Oh, you can't boast about that. You want to post the stars. You, you, the, the thing is, it does make, mean something because it means people will come and see it. You, you know, if people are, yeah, that's if true. you've got a four star review in the Scotsman, five star review, oh, yeah, you're yeah. going to get people coming and paying to see you. You get a two star or you, you don't get a review, well, then you're almost invisible. Yep, and that's, that's currently how I feel. I said, luckily, I have had audiences. But yeah, I could really do with some, uh, some press. Because it sort of feels like you're just shouting into the um, into the crowd of other performers. Have you um, got Have you got a team? Are you Are you flyering yourself, or is someone I, is someone doing it? So I'm here with a like a producer um, called called Austin Talent. So they um, they provide flyers and posters and that sort of thing. I am actually going out and doing um, sort of street magic, close up magic as well, because I figure unlike with comedy where you can't really do that, you can't go out and tell jokes to punters. I can actually go out and just show people tricks while they're having a beer in the, you know, on a, in the beer garden and stuff. Yeah. And, um, that's like a direct sort of example of the level of tricks you'll be getting. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I have been going out and doing that, which is tiring, but it does work. But I do see the people later on in the show. Oh, um, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. Um, and it is, it is fun. The show is, I'm enjoying just doing a quite a weird show. Like there's a big element of it that is totally improvised every night as well, which is, uh, it's quite fun to have to think on your feet and just make, you know, make it good and fresh and new every night. Um, can, I, can I ask you a question? Yes, Ian. But you know your magic bits, right? Yeah. How do you do that? <laughs> I've often wondered and I can't figure it out. So how do you do it? What it is, um, you've got to... Well, you got to learn the spells. Right. Oh, it's, it's, it's spell-based, is it, your, it's your magic? Right. Right. It's, it's largely spell-based. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's yeah. fair. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Um, well, good luck to you. Do, do, thank you. Should we do a trick over the radio? Can we? How, how long have we got, by the way? We've got about another three minutes. All right. Is that long enough? You know, you know, sometimes I do tricks where I give you, like, a dictionary or an encyclopedia or something and get you to choose a word from it. Yeah. And I tell you what the word is, or I try to. Let's try that, but um, using the internet. Do you have like a phone, like or a laptop or something, where you can do a little bit of googling? I have my computer in front of me, and I it's got. I think it's, we just installed Google on it. Yeah, there's Google. <laughs> got Google on it. Yeah, okay, perfect. Can you go go to Google? Yep. Fire it up, and um, you can first of all actually, you're going to Google this question. You're going to Google how many articles are there on Wikipedia? How many articles are there on Wikipedia? Okay, I've got it. Okay, and click on the, like, I think the top one, something like wikicount.net or something, some site that gives you a live update. Yes. Um, Got you, it. So, yeah, click on it if you haven't already. Yeah, I've clicked on it. Okay, and uh, how many does it say? It's a big number with commas. It says 5,909,097. Perfect. And, uh, and does it say how many words there are on an average article as well below that? Yeah, 1,079, uh, the average of approximately 1,079 words per article. No way, so that's quite a lot, right? Yes, big, those are big, those are big numbers. <laughs> Ian, um, basically, I just want you to know that there's a lot of bloody words you could choose, which is good. So now, um, click, there's a little sort of magnifying glass. Uh, no, in fact, no, go, click, go to Wikipedia. There's something that says go to Wikipedia, says, right? visit Wikipedia. I'm, cl I'm on, yeah. I'm on it. Click I've, on that. I've gone to Wikipedia. Perfect. And then on the top right there, there's a little magnifying glass yep. somewhere where you can search for a word. Yeah. Okay. So search um, for a random word that I couldn't possibly know you'd go for. Um. Don't say anything. Just, just type. Um. Ooh, ooh. Um, okay. Yeah. Have you done that? <laughs> yes. Okay, right. Um, so, Ooh. hold on, just think of that. <laughs> has it come up with an article? It has come up with an article, yes, and it's had some pictures. Oh, really? Okay. Hold on. Um, 
So, Ian, think of think of that. Um, whatever that is. Mine, by the way. Like you thought you started thinking of one word and then you changed. Is that right? That I did start thinking of one word and then change. Yes, I did. Uh, yes. Okay, and the, 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 think of that first word first. Let's go. Let's start with that. Um, yeah. That's something like um, something with an F. So, so is it something like um, fer? Oh no! Like, actually, you know what? The second word actually sounds. I think the second word is a lot more interesting, isn't it? Let's go straight. Let's go straight to that. It's something like feral or something you started to think of, but then you changed your mind. Um, you went. I did. I oh, did hold, start hold thinking of feral. And then I changed Fair my mind. Perfect, perfect. Um, but so the actual <laughs> word that you did search, <laughs> that's weird. So the actual word that you did search for, if I guess this, is this something I can actually say on the radio? <laughs> yeah, you can, and I'll let you have a look at mine if you want. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to say it. I think the word you're thinking of is something rude. It's something, it's something like, um, something like bellend. <laughs> 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 is that exactly right? It's exactly right, and now I'm looking at two pictures of, of the bellend. Yeah, I, it was bellend. <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and I can look at yours. <laughs> um, oh, Pete, I love so... you. You're, you're, you're so good. Oh, you're so good. But give us the, the, the name of the show and where it is again, man. Okay, so the show is it's called Massive Wizard. Yep. Yeah. Massive Wizard, and it is 8.45. Say that again, 8.45? 8.45 every night. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's at, yeah, Gilded Balloon Patterhouse. Beautiful. Which hey, listen, man, next time you're in London, bad. come, come in uh, and uh, hang out with us and I'll, 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 you know, I'll, I'll do my side of the bet. Absolutely. Brilliant. Um, by the way, check my Instagram. Uh, okay, uh, which is at Pete Heats, by the way. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, but yes, definitely. It's been really nice talking to you. I love you, Pete. Nice one, man. Best well, luck. I hope you get some more. You, I hope you get some good reviews and some more punters. Thank you very much. Cheers, yeah, people listening. Come and see me. Okay, bye. Thank you. There we go, Pete Heat. I love him. So how did he do that? At Pete Heat, if you're on Twitter, I'm going to check his Instagram. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
one day we will all bow down and acknowledge that Hanson are the best band that we've ever had. Hanson are better than the Rolling Stones. There you go. I've got more Hanson records than I've got Rolling Stones records. Add that to the playlist, Ray! And in response to your question, Hannah, no, we haven't got any plans to do any shows in Birmingham. I'm sorry. Seriously, Hanson are the best, uh, better than the stars. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Let's go to Laura. Good evening, Laura. Hello, evening, Ian. Good evening, Laura. I'm a little bit windy tonight, Laura. I've had to, I've got, I was off caffeine, and then I went to Rome, and I was bored, so I, I got back into the coffee. I drank a lot of coffee, and now I'm addicted to coffee, yeah. but coffee gives me indigestion. Yeah, well, Rome's not the place to go if you're into coffee, is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't, they don't do lattes over there. They, they don't, well, they do, but you've got to ask them at the right time, I think. But what, what, hang on, what, cause I would go in and go, can I have a latte? And they go, oh? And I go, oh, can I have a cappuccino then? You get a glass of milk. If you're asking for a latte, they give you a glass of milk, I think. Why would they do that? Well, you know, latte is milk, uh, yeah. Shut up, is it? Is it? I know. Have mm, I just said sorry. something really, really stupid there? No, hmm. not at all. Okay, good. Alright. I didn't, is latte, what does latte mean milk? Well, it does if you're in Rome or in Italy, and you ask them for a latte, you say, oh, glass of milk. Yeah, what, this is, this is why I voted Brexit. I know. <laughs> Flaming coffee people, I can't understand it, yeah. Laura, what Hello? can we do for you at eight minutes past eleven on a Wednesday night, please? On a Wednesday, I came in earlier and I caught the tail end of the horror film stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and as you said, oh, I was trying to think of what what that one was that you'd seen, the anthology. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. There, there oh. was one in the early 80s called Nightmares. Could right. be that. Uh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. With, with the greatest of respect, Laura, don't phone up to try <laughs> and tell me what film it was <laughs> that I'm trying <laughs> to think of if you don't know it and then just throw time. It could be this, could be, could the, be it could this. be that, it might not be. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Not... Most of the anthologies of the seventies, really. So it would be no. It'd be something like that. Don't but just no. <laughs> don't, no. Don't. If you no. here's the thing, right? When I go on, I go on Twitter sometimes, and I ask for like really specific technical help about streaming a camera or about an editing process or, or, on, on <laughs> Final Cut Nine or oh, what, uh, whatever. And then people go. Uh, have you Googled it? Well, you, this might do it. Um, have you tried doing that? This might do it. Oh. And I go, no, no, no. <laughs> guys. I've tried everything, and yeah. I've, I've Googled it, right? It's I still not. can't do it. Only answer this question if you know the specific answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it sounds like I'm having a go at you, Laura, and I'm not. Trust me. No, no, no. <clears throat> no, no, no. Anthologies. Okay, um, just to get that in in that case. Yeah. Uh, the one to mention is Creepshow, which is the Oh, I saw Creepshow on pirate oh. video when I was, again, around about the same time, when I was about eight or nine years old. Okay. But it was a pirate video, so it, it didn't have all of the film on. So I've never, the last story in that, I think, is the guy who lives in that really pristine apartment, but then there's bugs co yeah. come out of everything. That and I, I have never seen the end of that. I don't know how that ends. I'm assuming it ends badly. I think it ends with bugs creeping everywhere, to be honest. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Well, finally, um, finally, 38 years later, I'm finding out how a movie is. I know Ted Danson's in it, and he gets buried he um, uh, uh, in the sand, and he comes back as a watery yeah. zombie. That's that's the one. That is right. That was and, and, of course, Stephen King is in it, because he wrote it. He wrote it, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's, oh, he plays a hillbilly who finds a meteor. Oh, doesn't his hand turn green or something? Yeah, he, he turns into a plant, basically. Wow. Is it any good? Because I remember it at the time being the most terrifying thing in the world, and I've still not gone back to watch it again to see the ending of the film because I feel a little uncomfortable. I do have a strong feeling, though, that if I watched it now, mm. it would be a bit pony. I think, especially now, 2019, it's it looks it looks like 1982, and that that doesn't help. Mind you, it does have Ed Harris dancing. Oh, really? Which is, there's one, thinking back, there's one story which is like a family uh, going to read a will, I think, uh, and Ed Harris is in it, which is like, wow. I don't remember that bit. Yeah, no, no, great, great actor. And there, there is a scene where he's, he's done, he's doing his disco stuff. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, well, it's not a place at all because it was 1982. But, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, it's on, it'd be on YouTube. Ed Harris dancing is on YouTube. Okay. So that's, but what's scary about that? Well, if you watch it. Okay. It, his shirt. If I remember okay. his shirt is okay. scary. Okay. This is thing. this thing kids these days with the, your, your, your chainsaws and your sonic butt plugs. Back in the day, we could have yeah. a whole horror movie centered around a bad shirt. That's, yeah, or at least 20 minutes of one. I mean, it, it, it's true. Yeah. Laura, thank you very much. Nice to talk to you. Let's go. I'm just moving on because I've suddenly got loads of calls. June, Chris, and Lavinia, stay there. Let's go to Dredge. Good evening, Dredge. Hello there. Hello oh, there. Hello, hello, uh, hello. Uh, can I just say I'm making a personal appearance tomorrow at Clacton Rubbish Tip, uh, where I'm signing my new memoir. I was once retweeted by Danny Baker. That's what I'm doing. I'm afraid we can't let you mention that. I'm afraid, Dredge. Sorry. I'm, 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 I'm obsessed with Jess Conrad now. That, that Jess Conrad interview, which is now out as a podcast, man alive. I was talking to my friend Watco about it, and he said, I can't believe how casually Jess Conrad talked about biting a man's nose off and kicking him in to the sound of his fans cheering his own name. Well, that, that it was, was nuts, unusual. wasn't it? But the thing was, I looked in the library for some sort of autobiography, nothing. I don't know if there must be a book, mustn't there, but I couldn't see anything. There's but anyway. Got to be, I'm, I'm presented with a dilemma here. I've been given, we're not allowed proper cups in the studio because Paul Ross, um, uh, once whittled all over the control desk and it, it ruined it, right? So we've got these like beakers, like these Tommy Tippy beakers, right? That have got s- mouth holes in so that water cannot leak. But the, the way this is one has been arranged is the mouth hole is in line, Dredge, with the handle. <laughs> so I can't. Okay, could you, could, could you draw a diagram of that? I, I uh, yeah, I could. Just hang on one second. Hang on one second. Yeah. Just so I know. The You've got the... the... There you go. I've just drawn a diagram of it. Oh, right. I get it. Yeah. You got it? Yeah. Okay. So that's the problem I'm facing. So I've got to rest my chin on the handle. Oh, sugar. I'm covered in water. Well, that didn't work. Anyway, Dredge, what can we do for you this evening? Do you want to slag off a 16-year-old schoolgirl? God, no. Definitely okay. not. Okay. No. All right. Just checking. I'm just no. checking. No, I, um... I tweeted you a, a photos uh, about half hour ago of an old show business eleven. Oh, hang on. Li- hang on one second. 
Oh, that's a good tune, isn't it? Peter Cooper has just sent me... Oh, my God. He's just sent me the film. It's called Dead of Night, and it's chapter three. Is Bobby. This is... Oh, Mommy. I'm sorry. Sure. Bobby. Flipping heck, man. The closet is a good place to hide. Isn't it, Mommy? This is terrifying. God, God, he's got a mallet. Any mallet? No. Come on, man. Let's be serious. I just want to get to the bit where he says, Bobby didn't want to come back. This is it. This is it. He's just killed his mum. Spoiler alert. But didn't want to come back. That's how I remember it. You lied, Mommy. Bobby didn't drown by accident. You knew that. Bobby drowned himself. Get away from you. God. You see, Bobby didn't want to come back. That's not quite how I remember it. I remember it's, Bobby didn't want to come back. But that was, that was kind of close, I guess. That's kind of close. Thank you for that, Peter. That has really made me feel very unsettled in the downstairs yeah, department. Very nice, just as I'm going to sleep. Yeah, Bobby didn't want to come back, Dredge. I don't think I've ever seen a horror film. Never seen one. Have you see, ever seen a, a film uh, that's got roller skating in it? Escaping. What's that got to do with it? Well, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I'm just seeing. I'm trying to narrow down the list of genres that you have and have not seen of movies. Uh, you must have seen. No, I, haven't, um, I haven't. I haven't seen anything with roller skating. What's no. the film? What's the film with James Kahn in it? And it's set in the future, probably set in 1999, and um, they they roller skate. They roller skate around a ring, and they kill each other. Yeah, that doesn't sound like my sort of film. Well, then you're not the kind of person I want to hang out with. What is this called? Like Thunderball or Thunderdome? Rollerball. Rollerball. That's a great movie. Because those trailers, when they came out, I was only a kid when they came out, and the trailers were enough to keep me awake all night. I mean, yeah. do you remember one called The Lost The Lost World? The time that la the land that time so, forgot. That was it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I had that guy, the the guy from The Simpsons is based on in it. <laughs> that genuinely makes sense in my head, that statement, but uh, to no one else. No one else will get what I'm talking about. You know the, know um, it. you know in The Simpsons, there's a guy, I'm, uh, I'm Troy, such and such. You may remember me from such movies as. Yeah, is what, that was the guy who was the main character in that film. That was, the, the, actor. the actor that that character was based on, I think. Doug, Doug McClure. Doug McClure, there we go, we're, 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 we're communicating, Dredge, we're communicating. Doug McClure is in it. But I love films like that. Yeah. You know, I, now. Is that the one, is that the one where at the end of it, He's like, um, the whole story, the whole film, it turns out, has been him writing a note that he then puts in, like, a yellow bottle, and he walks to, like, this, uh, icy tundra, and he throws it into the sea to hope that someone finds it and comes and rescues it. That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Great film. They Great probably movie. ran out of money. Great movie. Great movie. Doug McClure, is he still alive? I'm guessing not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Shut there's, up. There's, there's, um, there's a really good... A magazine called, called Doug, Infinity. Doug McClure Monthly. It had Doug McClure on the cover not long ago. Yeah. Uh, mate, you, you, we've got some bad news. He, di he died in 1995. You're spreading fake news. 
Okay, I'm five years, I'm ten, I'm fifteen years out. You, you're spreading, is he, is he still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Died February the 5th, 1995. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I was never good at math. <laughs> oh, outrageous behaviour. Okay. Did we, um, Oh, here's Doug McClaw. Well, Hang on a minute. Here's Doug McClaw singing. Let's let's have this. Here's Doug McClaw singing on the Johnny Cash show. Here we go. Right now, I'd like you to meet a guy who can handle a horse pretty good and a six gun, and I hear he takes good care of himself with the ladies too. I want to tell you that he. Hang on. I hear he. I hear he takes good care of himself with the ladies too. I'd like that introduction next time I come on your show. Not a problem, mate. I hear he takes good care of himself with the ladies. What does that mean? He cleans downstairs? He he sucks breath mints? That's pretty good. And a six gun. And I hear he takes good care of himself with the ladies, too. I want to tell you that he can also handle a song just fine. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Doug McClure. He looks like Peter Noon, doesn't he? Sometimes I imagine myself as a drifter, seeker of Do you know that song? <laughs> no. It's a great song. I wonder if there's a better version. He looks like Peter Noon, doesn't he? He, he sounds like Doug McClure. Leaving the straight life behind. I know the song by, um... Leaving, leaving the straight life behind. <laughs> it does sound a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. It does sound a little bit fruity. That is, um... Here we go. I've, I've, I can't find him doing it in good quality, but here's, ladies and gentlemen, would you please, with one of the catchiest songs of all time, please welcome to the stage the one, the only... It's Mr. Glenn Campbell! Sometimes I imagine myself as a drifter, a seeker of fortune, connoisseur of great wines, dashing through meadows of yellow and green, trying to catch the impossible dream, leaving the straight life behind. <laughs> Sometimes my thoughts... You wait for the chorus, Dredge. It's the catchiest chorus of all time. going out of my mind. Having a ball on a cup full of pop, a treating the ladies to corn on treating the, the ladies to corn on the cob. Wow! <laughs> Here we go. Listen to this chorus. Here we are. Suddenly, all my silly thoughts disappear. She comes to me softly with crackers and beer, a winking and blinking and blowing my ear, running away with my mind. It's best to be. I'm not really thinking of leaving the straight life behind. I'm just playing a game in my mind. Some song, huh? Some song. That almost, that almost sounds like it could have been a James Taylor song. It yeah, doesn't it? Does it? You slow it down a little bit, get rid of the schmaltzy strings and just have him finger picking. Yeah, that is James Taylor singing The Straight Life. I would buy that. But I'm, I'm not sure about the line, giving the ladies some corn on the cob. Treating the ladies to corn on the cob, I mean, letting you know. them run around with my nut. There is so, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, you don't like it when we go below the belt, Dredge. I shouldn't you've drag gone, you down there. You've gone there. I've been dragged down. I will, I will, I will lift you and I will send you on your way, Dredge. Thank you very much. Lavinia, June, Chris, stay there. We're coming to you next. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality. 
of Late Night Radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. My first solo show in years, and do you know what? I'm drunk. Let's go to. Let's do. You, I know you've all been waiting, guys, for a long time. But Chris has been waiting the longest. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Chris. What can we do for you tonight? Uh, well, for one thing, I think you've got the patience of a saint. Yes. After that block, who you said was boring, I agree with you. Right, he right, was. George. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I listen. I like. I, I do like George as a human being, but the calls are very repetitive. Yeah. Very repetitive. His voice was getting. His voice was getting on my nerves. Well, but okay. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll <laughs> tread carefully points. there, Chris. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to my point. Okay. Right. Uh, I was listening last night to something that you said. Yes. Um. You also saying about uh, a book you've been reading. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. It is great. Yeah. I'm loving it. Right. Uh, and you also said about uh, got some people who don't talk to you. Yeah. Because you came out as bi. Yeah. I've got three, three uh, people who I was very close to who no longer speak to me. Well, I'm in the same position. Uh-oh. What happened? Uh, well, I'm by myself. I'm by. And, so hang on, uh, when you say you're by yourself... I mean, I'm by. Be by. <laughs> I know. I'm, I, I, I still get quite nervous and uncomfortable talking about it. But I am making myself chuckle. So you're by yourself. Um, <laughs> that means so. But are you, are you by yourself? You're by, but are you also by, by yourself? I'm by myself, yes. Okay. Sorry to hear that. I think. And uh, so, <laughs> it's actually part, it's part of some of my family who don't talk to me. Um, the simple reason is, for the last three um, prides I've been to, yeah, uh, two up in Glasgow, one in Blackpool, I've gone and drank. Oh, there we go. And they don't like it. Why not? Because they said I shouldn't. I shouldn't do that. But hang on. But but being by, uh, I, I think. I mean, I've not read the full handbook yet because they only just delivered it to me the other day. Being by doesn't mean you have to dress up in drag, does it? No, no, no. And I'm dressing up in drag doesn't mean, or dressing up in women, women's clothes, doesn't mean that you're bi or gay or whatever. So I, no, I, no, I am bi. No, you're bi, you're, you're, uh, you're bi yourself, you said. But, <laughs> but that, but, 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 but like I say, but other people dress up in women's clothes and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a gay or a bisexual or a lesbian thing, does it? It can just be, you like dressing up in women's clothes. So I'm confused as to why your family, what were you, okay, let's get down to the nuts, nuts and bolts. There's an unfortunate choice of phrase. What were you wearing? Describe the outfit. Maybe it was the fashion they had the problem with. Um, black lace dress. Beautiful. It was full, a full outfit. Black, black lace dress. Yeah. Um, a dirty blonde wig. Okay. Full makeup. Beautiful. Stockings. Oh. Shoes a lot. Yep. Sounds great. Sounds like a great outfit. Yeah. Um, and so what did your family, and I really want to ask which members of your family it was, but I'm not going to because I would not be prepared to answer that question at this point in my life because I think it would be unfair, so you don't have to. But what, what, so what, what did, what was their problem? 
I don't know. They never really told me. They oh. just said, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. Right. Isn't that funny? But, but I wasn't harming anybody. No. No. I'm not harming anybody. I, I dressed up. I enjoyed, I enjoyed dressing. Mm. I go to the prides and I get a lot of compliments. But, but, uh, they don't pinch me anymore. <laughs> uh, so like you said, you said, uh, after reading that book, you were saying that, uh, you don't, you don't, you don't care now. Uh, I, I, I don't care about a lot of things. I am learning, it's still, this is all still very new to me. This like happened like, you know, it came out, it's not a phrase I particularly like, but like four or five weeks ago. So this is all still very, very new to me. I am learning to be less upset by, there, there's one person in particular I was really close to and I just think, wow, gosh, okay, that, and that has, that has hit me a bit. But I am not as upset as I would have been, let's say, six months or a year ago. So that is progress. I am learning to accept that it's their problem, but it does, one of them in particular, it does hurt a lot, because I was, I was very close to them. Yeah. And there's literally, literally, literally radio silence now from them. Yeah. Not allowed around their house anymore. But after listening to what you, you were saying last night. Yeah. It actually cheered me up. Oh. I actually felt a lot better for it. Oh. You see? Well, that's good. So I, I was, basically, I'm ringing up just to say thank you. Oh, nice one, man. Thank you, Chris. And it's, it's a case of, uh, well, I can't please everybody, so I'm just going to please myself. Here's the thing. Um, it's all right to be selfish if it doesn't harm anyone else and it actually enriches your life. I was, be, I was miserable by not really addressing an issue that has been an issue for me for... Uh, 30, let's say 32 years, possibly longer, right? So by not addressing that about my sexuality and the fact that I've acted out with men and stuff, it was making me miserable. It, it was the root cause of my depression. I, I think it's pretty much the main reason I took drugs. Um, all of the, both the drugs and the depression led me to be suicidal. And by removing the shame associated with that and by talking about it, it has taken away a lot of the pain that I was feeling. And I would have thought that my family would have embraced that, but and most of them have. I don't really have much family, if I'm honest. There's another story. The, 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 you know, the main ones have, but just these three, uh, for some reason, have taken it as a great shame. You know, I'm bringing shame on them or something, and I, I don't... I mean, they won't, they won't even talk to me about it, so I don't, I don't know. And I'm really disappointed. But there you go, that's their thing, man. That's their thing, and I'll, I'll cope with yeah, my thing. No problem. Hey, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. Thank you very much. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, June. Hi, June. June! What's, what is going Literally can't understand a word you're saying. Have you fallen down a box? Fallen down a hole? What is going on? No, it's my silly old phone. Well, I, I That's better. Is there someone there with you? Yeah. I've got Rachel here. Hello, Rachel. Right. Hello. Uh, hello. But what, hello. please, buy, <laughs> please, please, stop spending money on fags and booze. And pornos. Uh, <laughs> 
You've seen, and I've got, you've, and I've got my dog. You've seen enough blueies to have it all up in up there now. Please save your money <laughs> and buy a decent telephone, June. For the love of God, because it, it is it's like it's like speaking to a, a woman made of cardboard. Oh. I, I might be made of cardboard. Well, Hang you, on. you mucky pup. Of course you do. What can we do for you, June? <laughs> well, I was going to phone up just to let you know we're all here rooting for you while cast away. <laughs> now there's a really weird echo <laughs> on your line. I appreciate you rooting for me. I'm halfway through the first one. It's weird, isn't it? I used to do this all the time, and I haven't done a solo show for about two years, I think, and it's just... Um, I miss Boyley because she's my mate, and I, I just, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's all right. It's, it's a little slow from me tonight, but I'll, I'll get back into, uh, I'll get back into it. Yeah, and you made my night. Oh, go on. What happened? With Ilya Kuryakin. Ilya Kuryakin, wasn't he fit? Oh my God, he was gorgeous. What was the name? I couldn't remember. What was the name of the actor that played him? He's a British actor. David McCullum. David McCullum, that was it. I think he um, released a record as well. Oh, did he? I've got a feeling. That I don't know. I can't remember. I've got a feeling that David McCullum, 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 McCullum. Let's have a little look. McCullum. McCullum. B-A-L-L-M. Uh, he was the Invisible Man as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, we got David McCullum. Um, he's an NCIS... Um, um, I'm sure he did a song, uh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, hang on mm. a minute, David McCollum, uh, The uh-huh. Edge, let's have a little, let's, I think this is a song. The uh, Edge? The, the Edge, let's have a little listen, here we go. Ooh, yes, baby. Greatest song I've ever heard in my life. Let's see. <laughs> I hope so. This is very sexy, June. Fucker. It sounds like I'll be somewhere. Isn't it? I wonder, is he going to sing though, or is it just this rubbish? Hang on, I'm going to jump forward. Boring instrumental, it doesn't count, David. It does not count, and it's McCallum, not McCullum. No. It's McCallum, is it, not McCullum? It's McCallum, not McCullum. Oh, well. And it's McCallum, not McCullum. And Robert Vaughan was... Robert Vaughan was Napoleon Solo. Yes, and their enemies were... Now, was it Smirsh or Thrush? Um, no, that's James Bond. Well, hang on, well, which one were the man from Uncle Bad Guys, then? Oh, I don't know, I can't remember. I think they were Thrush. It might be. That's nasty. Steady, might be it? thrush. Get yeah, cream. Get yeah, cream. <laughs> it sorts itself out, June. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's worth <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, no. Sometimes it's worth yeah, it, June. The cream, and, the, cream on, the cream on one pill will do it. There we go, June. Jim, thank you very much indeed. There we go. So we're learning lots about, lots about June's uh, downstairs. Let's go Leo. to... Oh, let's go to Lavinia. Good evening, Lavinia. Good evening. All the ladies, all the single ladies, all the ladies, single ladies. If you like it, then you should have put your ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put your ring on it. Yeah, all right. Well, what I'd like to say, Ian. Yes. I would like to talk about um, 
what it is, I don't know if you know the name, uh, Quinton, uh, Quinton? Chris. Quinton Crisp. Quinton, Quinton Crisp. Yeah. And he was, he was sort of known in the 70s, and I actually uh, met him at a bus stop. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't uh, know who he uh, was at the time. The naked civil servant, wasn't he? Famous exactly. TV player yeah. about him, John Hurt, yeah. Yeah, and at the time I didn't know who he was, but uh, both of us just sort uh what's the word, actually, uh, clicked at the bus stop, yeah? yeah? Oh, blimey, anyway, that. yeah, huh? anyway, we um, uh, uh, was on the bus and he was telling me bits and pieces and I was admiring his... Steady. A purple, oh. a cashmere jumper. Thank you know, God that bended like that, yes. Yeah, and he was... Very um, um, articulate, Harry spoke. Yeah. I mean, he had uh, makeup on, he had a hat uh, with a feather in it. Beautiful. And he was, yeah, and he was so smart. Anyway, we was talking and talking and talking. Then <laughs> I was getting off the bus and he said to me, uh, 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 which way are you going? And I turned around and said, under the subway, oh. you know. Yeah, under the subway, this is it is, right. As I've gone uh, one way, and he he, he, he has to go uh, another way under yeah. the subway, yeah. he uh, uh, said to me, oh, uh, by the way, uh, wait there. And I said, why? He said, I just want you to wait there. And he hid around in the corner in the subway, what? right? And uh, when he'd done this, I just held my hand to my face, uh, thinking, my, uh, thinking to myself, what's he going to do? This is yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, 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 then he uh, reappeared with nothing on, only his uh, jacket on. What? Yeah, and uh, trash. Oh, seriously, right, listen to this. And he had his uh, a purple uh, a cashmere jumper all uh, rolled up and folded up. And he handed it to me, and he said to me, "This is what I want you to have." And Hang on, I but he thought, was naked. Well, when I say naked, he was wearing this beautiful, like a uh, uh, jacket with a, a beautiful pair of trousers, like a suit. Oh, he had trousers he had to... on. All right, okay. Well, that's yeah. all right. <laughs> okay, I was yeah. worried for a second, but he took yeah, his I jumper off to give you his jumper. Yeah. Well, what wow. he's done? Wow. On the bus. It was in the 70s, and in the 70s, this is what I want to say, yeah. people were trying to, people were getting confused with gay people, homosexual, whatever. Yeah. They thought everybody was like that, with pedophiles. Yeah, 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 of course. Like well, it was only, only just been made legal then. Thank you. Yeah, you're what welcome. happened, what happened, I wonder uh, what he was doing in the subway around the corner, because he just said to me, hold on a minute. I want to give you something. I thought, oh my God, what's he talking about? Anyway, he just reappeared, right? And he just (laughs) blew me away. Sorry? He held his uh, jumper all sort of folded up in his hand. And he said to me, I want to give you this. And I said, oh no, I can't take it because you've got nothing gone, you know. You know, because obviously, all he had was his jacket on. He had, he was bare chested. Yes. And I just couldn't believe it. Anyway, yeah. what I want to say is that a couple of months later, I uh, saw him on the TV, and I realised who he was, 
and I couldn't actually believe it. And also, he also uh, uh, wrote a book yeah. called... Um, that was The Naked uh, Civil Servant. Yeah, and also, he also wrote uh, uh, another book all about his life, and it was so interesting. Listen to this, yeah. Ian. Yeah, I'm listening. Um, it was called, I believe, uh, uh, Manners from Heaven. Oh, we go. Yeah. There we go. And when I read that book, the first couple of pages in that book, I only bought about a year ago in a second-hand shop or a charity shop. I found it, and I thought, God, that's him. Yeah. Anyway, I read the couple of pages about all his stories, sort of life story. Yeah. And uh, 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 do you know something, Ian? Uh, 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 when I read the first couple of pages, it actually gave me goosebumps because I could identify with him because he was saying in that book he actually felt like an alien. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and when he said alien, he, you know, what he was trying to say, that no one understood him. And if you remember rightly, in uh, them days, it was so sort of difficult yeah, yeah. to express it to your parents or explain what's going on. And even if you did explain, uh, people uh, thought that you was either a nutcase or some bloody weirdo, whatever. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm totally with you. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, like, listen, I think most of uh, uh, the people who listen to this show are um outsiders like that i know i am exactly. i know kath feels like that and i think yeah. a lot of the listeners do that's why they listen you know a, a quarter to midnight on a wednesday night yeah and all i'm gonna say Ian, is yes. that what i want to say is about that other caller yeah that last caller that was talking about his uh family like you know oh yeah don't yeah. really want to know and um he had this uh, a beautiful outfit on yeah. and he felt sort of great you know and he loved it all I'm going to say actually to that lovely man that actually spoke on um, earlier uh, don't worry about what other people think uh, just think about yourself yeah. I know it gets it's tough, tough and it's tough though that isn't it yeah but it is tough but all I'm going to say embrace it all right, just be happy and enjoy it. Don't worry about what other people think, because at the end of the day, Ian, yeah. uh, we own all of us are on this earth only a short while. Okay, yeah. and what we need to do is instead of worrying about what other people think, what other people say, and and what you're going to do to them, all you got to do is just think to yourself. Uh, they have the problem. It's their problem. It's not your problem. If they can't understand you, then at the end of the day, uh, they have a problem. And w what you got to do, and what the other guy's got to do, is in, uh, 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 enjoy your life every day, because every day is an added bonus. There we go, Living. Yes, thank you for that. It's tough, it's tough though sometimes, isn't it? But I get what you're saying. Thank you. 03444991000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Even boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Steve has tweeted, Ian, are you going to give us more on your theory that humans came from Mars? Uh, I talked about it earlier on. It's, it's not me like doing a piece going, oh, oh, oh. excuse me, I'm a little bit windy tonight. Um, it's not me saying, oh, humans came from Mars. 
to do it as a piece. I genuinely think it. And, um, I'm gonna find more evidence. And I'm gonna give you the evidence. And god damn it, you're gonna think it. The lines are empty for the first time. This is not bad going, right? So an hour and three quarters and the lines are empty. Um, and I've got stuff that I could talk about a little bit, but I'm just sort of thinking, let's just wait. Let's just wait for a call, shall we? Let's just wait. I'll, the next call that comes in, and it's going to be a great call, I'm going to take straight to air. So 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number, uh, and we're going to take the next call straight to air. And I just, I just get in the vibe, it's going to be something, it's going to be something, let's see if we can find some music to play while we wait for, um, no. Um, um, I know, I know what we can play, I know what we can play, I know what we can play. Hang on, hang on everybody, um, no, not that, um, We're going to play this. We're going to chill out. Here we go. This is nice bit of music. Here we go. Let's, go. Let's whack it up. There we go. We're just going to wait. We're just going to wait for a call. Just, I just feel it. It's going to happen. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. Let's just see. Let's see. Here comes the call. This is it. I can just feel the vibe here. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. Midnight. That is a meme. I'm not even going to explain the reference there, but that is a very, very cruel trick. That was not the call. That's a cruel trick. Someone made that call to my mum when I was like six, and I said, Mum, what was the call? And she she told me. She shouldn't have told me because it me yeah, up. It's over there. We'll try again. Oh, it's up the clock. Here comes a call. This could be it. This could, this could be the one. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Steve. Steve, yes, mate. What have you got? Yeah, I just thought I'd enjoy that music and have a chat with you. That's all. Not got much. All right. Well, what, what, anything you want to chat about or do you want me to delve? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I spoke to you last night, uh, very briefly about quarter to one, about uh, just saying I was just sort of starting my fourth step of the AA and all that. Oh, and, uh, yes. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, sound well. Yeah, another meeting tonight. Yeah, I'm actually uh, sat down and started writing it. Yeah, I'm just sort of going through the big book and composing it all together and getting making sense out of it all. I haven't done an NA meeting. I'm going to be honest. In I'm going to say, let's just say maybe five, six weeks. I don't. It may even be a bit more than that. And so I'm going to go to one tomorrow before the show because I'm feeling 
a little bit, it's, that's too long for me to, to go without a meeting. And I'm, I'm not feeling particularly like I'm gonna, you know, pick up drugs and stuff, but that's how it started no. last time. So I'm gonna go to a meeting tomorrow, and I'll give my sponsor a call tomorrow, which will be nice. And just cause yeah. there's stuff going on. Do you, how are you with anger at the moment, Steve? Uh, pretty good actually. Um, it's been eight weeks sober and, uh, yeah, I had a lot going on, sort of resentment and stuff. Yeah. But, um, no, I'm pretty good, actually. I'm sort of, uh, working it through. Yeah, I've sort of had ex-wife issues and other bits, and, um, yeah, I've had a lot of resentment for a while, but, yeah. um... No, it's going to I'm, I'm doing all right generally with anger, but there's this, 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 and I'm, I'm treading so carefully because I don't want to, it would be so easy for me, Steve, to come on and go, well, there's this person in my life and what they're doing is they are really, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not going to do that because that's unfair because that person doesn't yeah. have that mouthpiece, you know, but there is, there, there's, yeah. there's someone, uh, there is, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with someone at the moment. I'm struggling mm. and, um, mm. and I'm trying to be very calm and I'm trying to be very mature. Yeah. An adult about it, but I, actually, I'm I'm fuming, man. I'm really fuming. I'm raging. Oh, mate. Yeah. There's a good saying, you know, try walking a mile in the other person's shoes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, heard that one. I've heard that one. Uh, it's it's all it's it's we are we are powerless over people, places, and things. I can't. I will not get this person to change their opinion about a situation. Yeah. I'm being so vague here. I will not get this person mm-hmm. to change their opinion. So. I've just got to kind of accept that and um, yeah. just get on with my stuff. Yeah. Perhaps they work it out. Maybe it's a time thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> life is, uh, life is hard work, huh? Yeah, yeah, it can be, definitely. I've, I've had a lot of hard work, but, uh, I'm sure I will maybe after, you know, when I wake up tomorrow, but, uh, living in the moment, yeah, it's all right. What are you doing? The times you would, and I hope this isn't a triggering question, and if it is, you can tell me to jog on, because I know eight weeks are still early doors. <laughs> but the, the yeah. times when eight weeks and one day ago you would have been drinking, what are you doing yeah. to fill the time? Because that's what, when I got off drugs, and I've heard this a lot, the, 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 for the first couple of months, few months, it's really hard to know what to do, because so much of my time was consumed mm-hmm. with getting drugs, then using drugs, and then thinking about how I was going to get more drugs, and then getting them, and th- it was, it was, it, everything, being a junkie and, a, and an alky, it's hard work, man. It's a full-time <laughs> career. So what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing instead? Obviously you're doing the step well, back and all that, yeah, but what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I go to two meetings a day, um, I do a lot of reading, I take my mum's dog out, I'm quite lucky, I live near the South Downs, so I go up there quite a lot, get yeah. a nice bit of fresh air, and yeah, that sort of thing, really. Yeah, I find the days are quite full. Um, yeah, I love reading. I've got the big book and other books that I'm sort of doing. Um, I just never seem to have enough time, to be honest, although I'm not working. Um, mm. Yeah, no, I've got plenty to do most days. And, uh, yeah, I've got, I, enjoy my, I enjoy my own company as well, but that's no, good. Saying sort of the eight weeks I've been going, I, was, I could probably, you know, I've got like 60 new friends. Yeah, it's just amazing. I, yeah, I love, that. I love my own company. I went out for dinner tonight, right, with, um, good guy we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, Bill Alzafar, right? He's a comedian, he's a really funny bloke. And, um, and we got on really well. And then he phoned up the radio show the other night and said, you fancy going out for dinner? And normally, I would talk my way out of it, Steve, because I'm not very good at, I'm not very good at having meals with people, and I'm not very good at, I'm just not very good in social situations. But mm-hmm. I thought, on, on the spot, I thought, oh, do you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to turn things around, I'm going to say yes to this. 
Yeah. And, uh, and we went out tonight, we had a really nice meal, although the prawn crackers were soggy, but, and he wanted to complain, and I said, <laughs> oh no man, please don't complain, I got really embarrassed. But it was a really nice meal, and we, and, and we had a really yeah. interesting chat about stuff, right? Yeah. And, yeah. um, uh, but, but, uh, but, I really, and he said, well, what do you like doing? And I said, sort of tongue in cheek, I like being at home on my own. And I, yeah. I kind of do like being at home on my own. Yeah, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't anything wrong with that, is there? But we're sort of, <laughs> we're sort of, I think, taught to believe through telly and uh, books, I don't know, that that's a little bit weird to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate. Read a nice book, watch a nice film. Love it. Yeah. Love, love it. it. Love it. Watch, watch Limmy on Twitch. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's where my life is going. Hey, nice one, Steve. I'm glad you're doing so well. It'll be uh, an inspiration yeah, for a lot you. of people. Yeah. I was going to say, you, know, you say you've lost a bit of weight and feeling good. Right? What was your sort of weight loss program? I got quite sick. What did you do? Oh, really? I got, I got quite sick. I had some, I had some, like, really bad stomach problem. I, I had a very, bad. I had a painful stomach problem that went on for a couple of months. And I lost my appetite. And I lost, it's about a stone, stone and a couple of pounds, maybe. It kind of varies. Um, and, you know, they, they were going, going to send me for all these tests and stuff. Uh, 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 and, um, and that was it. Yeah, I, I, I got, got a stomach bug that I couldn't shake. Mm. And the stomach is gone. I think it's stress-related. They wanted me to go for a colonoscopy next week. And actually, I'm going to cancel it because I've worked out that it's stress-related. And a colonoscopy, mm. uh, you know, I, they, they're, they're looking to see if I've got yeah, bowel yeah, cancer. I and I don't, I don't, okay. I haven't. And I don't want one of them, really. So I'm going to cancel no. the colonoscopy. But um, it, it's, it's stress-related. So I just need mm. to learn to not get stressful. And um, But I tried yeah. eating less. I tried exercising. And I couldn't. I couldn't shift it. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. I could do it, losing the stone. It's tough, isn't it? But, um, remember, mm -hmm. it's still early days, man, for your sobriety. So, get, yeah. get a little bit more comfortable in that, and then you can start looking at it. Yeah, good advice. Thanks, mate. All right, Steve. Listen, man, nice to talk to you. Thank All you. Right, nice to speak to you, mate. See yeah. you later on. Bye-bye. So I'm not, I'm not going to go for the colonoscopy. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I've got stomach cancer. I think I've just got like a, uh, IBS or something, you know, it's, uh, I was fine last week and then today I was in a, having a stressful text exchange and suddenly my neck stiffened and my stomach was, was killing me and I went, ah, oh, right, oh, this makes sense. You see, I get it now. I get it. Right, we've got another hour of this to go. If you want to give me a call now, would be a very, very good time to do it. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. Oh, I want to talk about this no hashtag no fap. Does anyone know what that is? I was someone sent me a thing about it, and it's I don't quite. Well, I think I know what it is. Well, I know what it is, but I don't quite know what the purpose of it is for the majority of people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Late Night Alternative, weeknights from ten with me, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Wait until tomorrow goes away. Oh, wait until tomorrow goes away. I mean, yeah. Wait until tomorrow goes away. That's all right, it's Delta Spirit. I have no idea who they are. I think, do you want to hear something funny? I worked at Six Music for a while. Yeah, I know. And I think, maybe they, ca- they must have come on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have nicked it from Six Music. I nicked stuff from XFM when I worked there. It was difficult to steal stuff from, uh, uh, from Six. Uh, cause it was all digital at that point. They didn't have CDs. So they must have, Delta Spirit, they must have come in. And I must have been given the CD. To have played it, I've got no idea. If I got the, if I got the rest of the album, hang on a second. Let's go. If we go to artists, is there, is there a rest of an album? Because if there is, then they must have come in. No, there isn't. Wasn't that weird? I've no idea who they are. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Fiona. Oh hello. Hello, Fiona. What can we do for you tonight? Um. Uh, second time caller. Um, Congratulations. Feeling uh, rather nervous. Okay, relax. Uh, so be gentle with me, please. Uh, uh, well, if you're not an idiot, I will. Okay. Uh, and I don't think <laughs> you're an idiot. You don't sound like an idiot. So I, th- I think we're going to have a great best. time. I'll try my best. Go on. Um, so last time I called you, yes. I had just had a colonoscopy. Oh, right. I'm calling from Sydney. Yes, in Aust- I believe that's in Australia. Yes, still I is. So. Still is. And okay. um, anyway, yes. so so that was like seven months ago, yeah. and um, so I had to have several other tests and uh, found out I had Crohn's disease. And I wasn't going to ring you up about your whole bowel issue because I whole... thought you might not want to bang on about it. <laughs> bang, on, bang on about anything, <laughs> but, Fiona. But, Go but, on. but you 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 brought it up a minute ago, yeah, about not going for your colonoscopy. Yeah, and the thing is. Oh. <clears throat> There's a bit of an echo on the line. So there is, uh, a minute. Let me, if I just if I'm going to move you to another line, and sometimes that clears it, and sometimes it doesn't clear it. I don't know. Is that any better? Let's see. Yeah, that's cleared it. Good. There we go. He'll uh, probably bit. come back in it's about still thirty there a seconds. Bit. Anyway. Yes. So, um, I just wanted to say to you, I think you should go for your colonoscopy because oh. they're not only looking for bowel cancer. You know, they, you know, there's you you could have Crohn's disease, and the reason I'm saying this is because obviously I've just found out been confirmed that I do have Crohn's disease right. and I've been I've realized that I've actually had it because I've got it mild I've had it for years and I've but I thought I had chronic fatigue syndrome yeah so I've been living with this terrible fatigue for years yeah. and um, um but, but so they so, thought right so now you know you've got Crohn's disease how have they f- yeah. what do you, what do you do differently how have they how have they fixed you well no I've only just 
started because it's taken a while you know these things don't happen yeah it takes a while for them to properly confirm that you have got it right um Oh, I'm just trying something at the moment, and uh, I'm going to go back and see him in three months and see if that's sorted things, if that's helped me. And then I think we'll go on to the next stage from, from there. But, so, so but anyway, I just wanted to say... No, but hang on. You, so you've you got... talk about your... You, hang on. You've, so you've got Crohn's disease, right? And then... And, yeah. and then but they, there's, no, there's not a cure for Crohn's, is there? And, and quite often it can't be treated. No, it can be, it can be treated, but it can't be cured. Right, Okay. Because you've talked, you've got mouth, you've had mouth, mouth ulcers and things. I've got, I've got mouth ulcers, yeah. Yeah, see that could be Crohn's disease. No, no! No, it doesn't! No! That's just like being stressed and dirty. No. No. (laughs) No. It could be. Well, but that, no, that's just, no, come on now. But also, here's the thing. My stomach is okay. My stomach was fine last week, and my stomach has been fine for a couple of weeks. And then today yeah. I had a really stressful day dealing with a person, and my stomach flared yeah. up. So th- there's an obvious correlation no, between yeah, the that's two. Right. You have, you can have. That's what. That's. You, it's not. You can have like flare-ups through stress. Uh, yeah. Well, it could. I think they used to think it was through stress, but it could be. It could be other things. It could be no. because you were. You had that tummy bug. It started off with that bug. Started off with the tummy bug. And then, and then your, and then your body has been fighting the bacteria or something. And yeah. Maybe because you've possibly okay. had it going on for a while. I mean, I'm no doctor, but. Oh, oh, hang on, she's I not a doctor. I've been reading up on it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sure you have. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right, Fiona? I have been feeling great. Uh, t- t- today it comes back, and it's when I've got a really stressful kind of day where there's a lot of kind of suppressed rage and stuff that's going on i think it's that i feel all right i feel all right i i feel fine the i've had a colonoscopy years ago it's a really unpleasant experience and if i'm feeling okay i kind of thought well instead of going and having a really unpleasant experience at, at great expense to the nhs i'm feeling okay if i start feeling really really badly sick again then i might go but Generally, I'm uh, I'm all right. I think. Oh, well, I just think that you You're know. I think I look back with all the fatigue that I've put up with yeah. for years. Yeah. And like the way, you know, my bowels were. I just there thought, oh, go. that's just me. That's just you know, because it'd been like that for a long time. And I just because my niece has got it really badly, and so it was really obvious when she got it. Like she lost loads of weight, and it, she was really ill. With mine, it wasn't like that. But I've put up with this fatigue for all these years, and I think, well. Maybe if I'd sorted this out ten years ago, I wouldn't have had this awful fatigue for all these years, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm Anyway, not... I just wanted to say... That, I well, you're, a, meant... you're a nice human being, Fiona, and in a world where it's acceptable to shout out of your window abuse at 16-year-old kids, uh, it's nice to speak to someone who's doing, who's being thoughtful of others, so I appreciate it. Oh, Oh, it's true. Oh, I mean, am I not allowed to shout out the window at sixteen-year-old kids? Then? Well, if they're if they're you know taking a <laughs> leak on your lawn, then yes, of course you are. <laughs> if they're trying to save the planet. I would urge you not to, please. <laughs> Thank you, Fiona. Right, nice then. to talk to you. At sixteen, I couldn't even tidy my own bedroom, let alone think about tidying up the bloody world. Imagine. So this no fapping thing, right? Now I don't know anything. Well, I don't, so what it means is it means being master of your own domain. Some of you will get that thing. It's um right no uh it's about 
not masturbating, basically, I think. But I don't... We tread delicately around these kind of issues. But uh, someone was telling me about it. And if, if any of you do it or don't do it, then can you let me know... NoFap is a website and a community forum that serves as a support group. Ah, I see it. Here we go. For those who wish to avoid pornography and masturbation, its name comes from the slang term FAP, referring to male masturbation. Really? Is that a thing? Um, okay, so I'm guessing this to do with sexual addiction. Hang on a second. NoFap was founded in June 2011 by Alexander Rhodes after a thread on Reddit. Reddit, I mean. About a 2003 Chinese study that found that men who refrain from masturbation for seven days experience a 145.7% spike in testosterone levels on the seventh day. The website states that some no-fat participants aim to improve their interpersonal relationships, do a challenge of willpower to seize control of your sexuality and, I quote, turn it into superpowers. The expression FAP is an onomatopoeic internet slang term for male masturbation. Oh, FAP, 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 Okay. Um, superpowers. Hang on a minute. Users on no FAP subreddit more than triple number in two years. Uh... After abstaining from porn and masturbation for a period of time, some of NoFap's users claim to experience dramatic increases in social confidence. I'll come to you in a second, Andy. Energy, concentration, mental acuity, motivation, self-esteem, emotional stability, happiness, sexual prowess, and attractiveness. It's the opposite of sex. Some NoFap users say their brains were warped by porn. I can I can dig that last bit. Who's what's the film? It's um uh oh Doctor Strangelove, isn't it? With the the, the um American the, the, one of the soldiers likes to retain his bodily fluids to make him more focused. Um. Uh, this some of this kind of makes sense. I don't get the superpowers. What are the superpowers thing? Um. I don't know what the superpowers thing are. Maybe we'll come to it in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hello, Ian. How are you on your solo adventure? I am. I'm all right. I don't know. I'm, of course, the voice in my head is saying ah, it's a bit. It's a bit flat, Ian. You've lost your magic spark. But you know, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some I've definitely been enjoying it while nice I've one. been finishing off at work. <laughs> finishing off again, is this back to the no fat thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, no, 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 that was just a happy coming sort of... A whole happy ending, okay. Good. Well, um, well, have you finished at work now? Uh, literally 15 minutes ago. Yes, mate. How long until you get home? Um, well, I was working from home. Um, I was the evening support for 400 plus restaurants around the UK and Ireland. This is the dream. I'm assuming that includes, that would involve getting phone calls when things go wrong. Yes. Did you have many phone calls? Uh, I had about 40, 50. Oh, that's quite a lot of phone calls. I I thought you were going to say four or five and I would think, well, well played. (laughs) 40 or 50, that's proper working. Isn't, 
Um, so, so do you have to be like sat by a, an up and running computer, or can you be watching Netflix and do your job? Um, I am sat at a computer watching for, Netflix. Um, since since half four this, uh, today. Hey, hey, hey! Go to bed, man. Go to bed. I will do, but I yeah. have something for you first. Okay, here we go. I'm in. Um, I was listening, ah, oh, I feel really bad because I can't remember his name, but I was listening to, to The Magician earlier. Pete Heat, yeah. Yeah, Pete Heat, um, and I actually have a magic trick for you. Okay, go on then. Um, 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 what are your thoughts on, like, um, subliminal messaging and all that lot? Say that, what are the laws on subliminal messaging? Yeah, but what are your thoughts my, on subliminal messaging? My thoughts? Messaging? Yeah, does it work for you or not? I like how this is going. I can feel myself walking into a bear trap. No, it doesn't work, Andy. Okay, then, uh, because I was doing some deep diving on on, on the YouTube the other day, um, and I came across this interview Yeah. Um, by, like, a life coach or something like that. Um, but, um, and the way it goes is that I can make you think of a specific card in the deck of playing cards just by reading out a poem. Okay. So... So, if I read to you... Is the poem called The Seven of Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll go with it. Right, so the poem is, The word, there, the words are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. What card does that make you think of? Well, I've, I've written it down. Okay, then. Um, I'm going to need you to tell me. When, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a oh, minute. So I can show you the YouTube video that I came across. Well, can you not tell me what the card Again, is I'm supposed to... words. Can you not tell me what the card is that I'm supposed to have thought of? Yeah, but I'm not a mind reader. I'm only controlling your mind. Okay, but you know what the card is you've made me think of. Correct, yes. So but tell I me what the card... I've written down, what... and I will hold this up for Hayley. Here. I'm, I'm holding it up for Hayley and for the viewers on the video camera. What... Is let me write it. Let me write it bigger so that um, Haley can see it on the camera. That is. Can you read that? You got that right. So I've, I'm showing it to her. What is the card that you're supposed to have made me think of? Um, I would say the Seven of Hearts. Unlucky mate. It was the Eight of Clubs. Uh, the Eight of Clubs. Yeah. Okay then. Um, if it was the Eight of Clubs, um, this is actually kind of creepy as well. Um, go on to YouTube for me. I'm going to go and Google Eight of Clubs video and see what comes up. <laughs> no, no, I want you to search for Coach Charles Doubleday. Charles Dildo? Doubleday. Du okay, Doubleday. Okay, Coach Charles Doubleday, yeah. Yep, um, click on the interview on there. It'll be the top result on YouTube. Okay, here we go. It is quite an old video, so excuse the policy. Okay. Here we go. Welcome back to Scam School. We are here at the Nomad Bar in Austin, Texas. And today we are talking to Coach Charles Doubleday. Now, before we went to break, you said something that kind of blew my mind. It sounded like you were describing, like, I mean, it sounded like mind control. Well, actually, it is. Our studies of neurolinguistic programming have discovered deep structures in the human brain that can be accessed with linguistic triggers. We can actually put a thought into someone's mind. 
like against their will. Yeah. Do you have any examples? Uh, we would read a poem by Robert Frost. The, the woods are lovely, dark and deep, and I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep. Then we would have them think of a card. And every time they would think of the eight of clubs. Shut the You're kidding me. Yeah. Shut the front door. What unholy... What on? What have you unleashed here? This is that bloody haunted doll all over again. If I go out and find my car's been vandalised, <laughs> I'm going to vandalise you, Andy. What um, have you I'll done? Say, all I say, do not look at the related videos. All right. So there's there's a video where he does every single card. Yes. Thanks very much for your call, Andy. Now, how to ruin a trick? This is. Did I? Did we do the quarter past? We'll do it now, please. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. No Catherine Boyle tonight. She's off on a holiday, so I'm here this week and next week on my own. I'm off next Friday. Ah, it's summer, isn't it, man? Who cares? You got you got to chill out um, a little bit. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What have we talked about? We've talked about card tricks. We've talked about fappage. We've talked about, um, I'm sure there was something else. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. Um, let me have a little look, see if there's anything here. Is there anything here we want to talk about? Bear with me, guys. Bear with me. I've got all these news stories, but they just feel a little bit, they just feel... A little bit. Right, here we go. This one. I, they'll feel a little bit heavy. I don't want to go too heavy at 23 minutes past midnight. It is, it's not really the place. Um, let's have a look at this one. What is your sleep style? Uh, while we're all familiar with the idea of the night owl and the morning lark. What? What, what a stupid way to start a story. What you might not know. Oh. Why will you, this doesn't make sense. While we are all familiar with the idea of the night owl and the morning lark, what you might not know is that there are a host of other sleep styles that speak volumes about your health. So the night owl and uh, the morning lark are sleep styles? Is that what you're telling me? According to a mattress brand, there are a total of nine different sleep personas, and they all have very specific characteristics. Well, let's see if we fit into this, shall we? We like things like this because um, it, we like to think that we're part of groups, and we like reading about ourselves. That's so why we like things like this. You go, oh, I do that. It's like when you watch an EastEnders and your mum goes, oh, we've got those tea towels. It's the same thing. We like to identify with groups and um, think that we're funny. Um here, here we go. So, the regular, characterised by the fact they can't stay still, even in bed. I bet I'm none of these. I bet I'm none of these, and this is bullshine. Sloop and Alistair, stay there. Characterised by the fact they can't stay still, even in bed. The regular will always move around, and so therefore they likely aren't getting many of the five stages of sleep. They could even be missing out on the most restorative 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 stage of sleep. Stage three, obviously. I knew that. I didn't even need to read it out, but I thought I would for people who didn't know. Uh, the best way to handle sleep if you're a regular is to try the four, seven, eight breathing techniques. You're a regular. But so the, already I'm thinking this whole story is bullshine to try and sell mattresses by the company that I haven't named. 
So a wriggler. All right, that's one. The early bird. We've all heard of the early bird who wakes up so early they don't get the eight hours of sleep they need. You don't know that. They might have gone to bed early. Um, okay, well, that's uh, rubbish. Excuse me. The heavy sleeper. <coughs> the heavy sleeper tends not to reach deep sleep until the latter stages of the night. That's rubbish. Uh, the thinker. The thinker. I'm not any of these so far. I think we've been sold a pup with this story. The thinker represents so many modern day sleepers insofar, insofar is all one word, hmm, as they often can't get to sleep due to their overactive mind and when they do they wake up again to be lost in thought. It's not me. The light sleeper, the opposite of the heavy sleeper. To beat this sleep type, people should go for a quick walk in natural sunshine in the middle of the day light their room dimly in the evening and ensure they have thick material on their curtains. The maverick. Of all the sleep personas, the maverick is the most erratic. Oh, this is stupid. What a waste of my life that story was. Absolute waste. Waste of my life. Waste of your life. I'm going to click the delete button on that. Gone. Let's go to Sloop John B. Good evening, Sloop. Good evening, Mr. Lee. Uh, I'm not going to ask uh, how anyone is because we never do that. Um, Ian, I've called up because I need a second opinion on something, and I thought You've come to the right place. Asked, it's, it's you. I'm yeah. the second. I'm the second opinion master. Well, this is it. Actually, right? I'm the first opinion master, and I'm disappointed you didn't come to me first. But that's wait, wait, fine. Hold on, hold, hold on. We, we're all part of your congregation in the church of your radio show, so you're the abbot. So I've come to you, and I need some guidance I'm for a second abbot. opinion. Okay. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I go to a chip shop. It's a great chip shop. Beautiful. But one of the guys who works there, an elder gentleman, has taken a bit of a shine to me. Okay. And as a result, I, I'm getting sort of extra larger portions. Is he giving you, uh, is he slipping you a battered sausage every now and then? He, I did get a battered sausage earlier on. Perfect. Yes. And, yeah. uh, well, the thing is, the younger gentleman who worked with him, see, for me, I'm no oil painting, so to have anybody think I'm a bit of a dish is, is quite charming. Absolutely you know? great. Right? Yeah. But the, the younger fella seems to get very, very embarrassed by all of this, especially when your man is sort of winking at me and sort of smiling. A bit like a 14 well, can year I old Can I make her, a suggestion, you know? Sloop? To Go save the younger person's embarrassment, maybe if you tossed off this older gentleman around the back of the shop instead of in the front. <laughs> that might... That might just, Do you think that might help? That might make everyone feel a little bit better about the whole thing. See, I, I'm happy with it, but I think, is it slightly wrong that I go in there and this gentleman sort of seems to wink and kind of smile at me endlessly, but I'm getting, you know, extra large sort of portions of food out of it. I mean, I'm not sure if this is right, if it's wrong, and if this younger chap is squirming as this has happened, it's sort of, uh, it's leaving me, do you reckon I should, like, abandon this place, or do you reckon I should go on? Why would you, why would you want to abandon it? Do you want to abandon it because you're embarrassing the other guy? Yeah, but I, but I, I, I want to be very careful to point out that it's nothing, if it was a woman, it would be the same thing. I'm not by any means, you know, um, it's nothing to do with that, not, nothing homophobic. Yeah, yeah, but no, 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 not at all, but, you're, but genuinely because you're you, you feel that you are embarrassing a mem another member of staff. Yeah, nah. he, he has a face like thunder, and the thing is, I quite like getting the extra large kebabs when I pay for a regular. Of so I'm sort of thinking, and I, I'm fine, even when he's kind of winking at me and smiling endlessly. I'm sort of like, all right, mate, how you doing? You know that sort of I thing. I mean, it's, uh, it's inappropriate, right? But if you're, if you're, if you, if you enjoy it, and, and some people do, then yeah. then th th any issues that the other person has got is their problem. 
I think you're right. So I think I should continue on with getting my extra large portions and sausages and batters and all sorts. I've not had um, chip shop chips and a battered sausage for so long, man. For Have so they not got them up around your way? Yeah, they've got them around my way, but I'm, I'm working yeah. in, I work in the, I'm not going to have one for lunch, that's insane. And I'm, I it work in be. the evenings. Well, yeah, I suppose, and they're not gonna very, very good when it goes cold, is it? They no should have like a late night, cold. a late, I, I, here's the thing, I'm stopping at Mackie D's on the way home now, but they should have a late night, there is, now, somewhere, someone will phone up and let us know or tweet me, there is a drive through chip shop somewhere, it's, 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 where is it, we've talked about it on the show before, it's not Blackpool, I don't think, it's... That's a bit far to go from Ellsbury, isn't it? It's a little bit of a trek. Somewhere, up that way is a drive-through proper old-fashioned chippy where you just pull up and you go, I'll have, uh, I'll have a large bag of chips and a Savaloy, please. They probably still sell Tudor crisps, too. Oh, Tudor crisps, man. Now we're talking. Yeah? Um, I think maybe one night this... Well, I've got the boys this weekend. I might have to um, take them to the chippy, I think. Yeah, it's got to be done. Just one last thing before I go. Ian, what is that song you keep playing, the one with the whistling? Because it's from an old TV show and it's driving me mad. I've been going all through Google. Or are you going to keep me waiting? Because I, I know what you're like. No, no, no. I don't know. I, what what song? It, do, 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 do. You played it earlier. I know it's to an old BBC show, but I'm going through YouTube. I can't find it. Was it the Hanson song me. that I played? No, no, no. My mate was in the video for that, by the way. But anyway. Um, really? No. Yeah, he was. He was dancing because uh, my friend's dad, the video director, so he was doing the video and he's dancing in the video in wow. a green shirt in the background. But yeah, just the song. What is it? Uh, this "Where's the Love" by Hanson. No, the other one, the whistling. You know, doo -doo -doo -doo, I don't doo -doo -doo. know. I've not played any whistling song tonight. Yeah, you did when you were waiting for the chord. You said we're going to put some music on and wait um, for the chord. Oh, 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 oh! Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It was this. You know. Was it? That was that. Was that's what no, I played? No, it wasn't that one. It was the one before the old theme song. Was it this? Yeah, yeah. No, not that. Was not it? that either. Oh, man. The challenge is on. I figured you nicked the Pee Wee Breakfast theme when I was listening to the old BBC, so I will track it down, Ian. You reckon? I will track it down. Good luck, mate. All right, fine. Thank I'll you. I'll call you back when I got it, yeah? Thanks for your call, Snoop. That's it. See <laughs> Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm cool, man. I'm cool, man. I'm chilled out. And I'm Great. cool, baby. Absolutely superb. Yeah, man. I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling loose like a long-necked goose. Yes. Um, now, I just wanted to say that I was really happy to hear that uh, Steve had gone to AA. Yeah, you go, you see, it works, doesn't it? It works brilliant. if you work it, so absolutely. work it, you're worth it. It's absolutely superb. Um, the other thing is, do you mind if I ask you a question, Ian? You can ask me a question, but I may not answer it, let's see. Okay, you know that you said earlier that, um, you tend not to go in, you don't really like to go to places where there's social interaction. Yes. Stuff. I mean, that was me completely as a teenager growing up yeah. and into my early adulthood. Yeah. And then, um, when I went off to university, of course, first couple of days, you go to the union bar yeah. and you have a beer and all of a sudden, you feel like a king. Oh, you exactly. You can talk to anybody. Yeah. And that was part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> and then when that didn't work so well, then for me it became speed. 
and then when that oh, didn't right. work so well, then it became ecstasy. Yeah, when when you're mean, in ecstasy, I could talk to, I could flirt with girls. Girls thought I was ha thought girls thought I was handsome. Sex was better. You could talk to people. You were funny. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing, and so so connected to that, when you worked through the the, the steps, did the, um, the the social interaction did that improve? At Not all? really. No. Not okay. for me. It did. Um, I'm better at faking it. I'm better oh, than right. I was, but not. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm better than I was, but not as uh, not as much as I saw it happen to other people. Okay, that's interesting because I I feel very good at the moment. In fact, I had a probation officer appointment today. Oh yeah. And uh, at the end, because we had a good session, she said, um, "I hope that you meet someone because you've got a lovely sense of humour. Yeah. And you're a nice guy. Yeah. This is what I said yesterday. A sober Alistair is, is wonderful and a joy to speak to and, and hang out with. Unlike the other guy who, we, who hopefully isn't come, ever going to oh, come yes. back. Well, I apologise for him. He was you don't horrible. need to. You've apologised. <laughs> apo Listen, trust me, for me and Kath, the apologies are done. You've apologised and that's it. That's behind us now. We've got this guy and I like this guy. Great. Okay. Well, anyway, look, um, I hope that the rest of you, your, your solo gigs go well. Thank you, mate. And I'll be, I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be praying for you, man. Thank you, brother. I'm going to cut you off because that's the kind of guy I am. 0344. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I really feel at some point this week of solo shows, and I don't quite know how we're going to do it, but I want to do something a little bit. Uh, a, a, a little bit special, but it's going to have to be something a bit spontaneous, isn't it? That's the thing. Uh, something a little bit special, uh, and I don't know what I mean beyond that. Is it? Do we do an hour at some point where I don't speak, and we you just phone up and you do the show? Do we do something like that? Is that something that you might be interested in, dear listener? Do we um, do? I don't know. Here's the thing, I'm terrible, I'm absolutely terrible at, 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 at sitting at home and going, right, let me come up, let me let me brainstorm, let me come up with some ideas for, for stuff that we can do in future shows. And or, or coming in, I get in here quite early some, I didn't tonight because I had a busy day, but I will normally get in here about seven and me and Kath will get some food and then, what, we'll go, what else am I going to do, sit at home? So we, I come in quite about seven and we get some food and then... Um, we sometimes we sit and we try and come up with stuff for the show and I can't do it. She can. I can't do it. And I end up um watching well, yesterday I was watching the documentary about Hansen getting dropped from their record label. So that's what I do. Um so I'm terrible at coming up with ideas and making things uh making things happen and, and stuff. I can only do it when I'm in the studio and the red light is on and we are, it's kind of spontaneous and it's kind of exciting. And suddenly an idea might pop into my head. And I'm talking like this because I'm hoping an idea pops into my head. But I don't think one is going to. So let's just sit. Let's just sit for a moment and just let's just wait. Let's just wait. Oh, I know what we can do. Here we go. Let's do um, Periscope Love Bomb, shall we? Should we do that? Should we find someone on Periscope who's uh, not got many viewers? Let me just get my, let me plug my phone in. The cable's not very long in this studio. For those who don't know, we go on Periscope, which is this streaming service where you get to 
see all kinds of uh, stuff and um, see people do kinds of weird things. And we try and find someone who's... Um, oh, Billy's got a good idea. What about a short story? Every caller writes a sentence. Yeah, that might work. That might work. So let's try and find somebody who is streaming live now. Let's start in the UK. Here's the thing. If you go to, if you try and find someone in America, man alive, they like to throw those, uh, those M-bombs around. They really like to throw those N-bombs around like there's no tomorrow. Um... Oh, here we go. Oh, this could be a good one. This could be a good one. Hang on a second. Let's have a little listen and see what we've got here. I'm hoping there's no bad language. So, I can see... I don't know if this is going to be right. No, we're not going to go there. The, head, the, the title was, Can Someone Please Advise Me on How to Take a Weave Out? But, um, who is this? Let's see who this person is. Oh. I mean, your parents would want to accept the guy or girl. But, like, don't start running away and stuff from your parents, because that's not good. Then suck your mum, die, you get me. Bam, why are you bringing so much hate? Relax. Okay. A lot of girls do it regardless. Do what regardless? I know they do that. I know. But it depends on the person, really. I don't like, know. They seem nice, but there's something. Um, let's have a little look. We might not find anybody. You don't always find people when we do this. Um, what's this? Back. So I'm got Funkel rehearsing. We really haven't got time for that. Let's try this and see what we've got here. Is, is this now? This is gonna. Oh, I think I'm gonna go to sleep. <coughs> Why? Are you saying you're not going to sleep? Because you say you don't like me. I'm gonna see if I can join this conversation. I said I don't like the fact that you have short hair. It's like that. You need to grow it first. Put the cap yeah, back on. I don't like it short. I'm joining as a guest. I'm joining the conversation. Here we go. I like your hair short. I think you should keep it short. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Did, did, seriously, man, it looks good. I follow you now for that. Thank you, brother. That's it. Why you say my hair is not? The hair's good, but I, can you get rid of the beard? The beard is kind of. The beard is... That's not... Well, see, whoa, 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 we got that. That's not a proper beard, though, is it? You need to grow your hair. Yeah, you know what? Because I have, like, short beard, man. I, it's not... It's growing for, from one side and from another side. No. No, it's like... Yeah, uh, ladies I, love beard, No, his beard's okay. He needs to grow his hair. He doesn't need to grow his hair. Let the lad have short hair. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot weather. He no, has long hair. He's going to have a sweaty, sweaty head. He doesn't look nice with short hair. He looks really nice with short hair. No, you don't. Yes, he, yes he does. He looks great. I think he looks great. He's lying to you. Oh, wait. Put the hat back on. I don't want to see. Keep the hat off. <laughs> I would shave that top bit as well. It's too long on the Put top. The no, can do. Wait. Put the hat back on. Keep the hat off. Wait. Yeah, hat off. Hat on. Shave. Hat on. Shave your head. Shave it. Put your head. Put your hat back on. Keep Grow the hat off. Shave your head. Hat on, grey hair. Hat, hat off, shave head. 
grow your hair. Hat off, shave head, shave head. He's not going to grow his <laughs> hair now, <laughs> is he? He's going to shave it. He's going to grow it. What's he? He's, got, <laughs> he's not going to grow. He's got shaving foam. Can I say, by the way, as well, shave anything? I'm leaving the shave thing. it. He's going to shave. I got to say as well, man. You're on the radio right now. You're on talk radio right now, both of you. Shave it. Shave it. If you shave your hair, I'm leaving your school. <laughs> shave. Steady, steady on. You're on the radio. You can't use words like that. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, man. Why are we on the radio? Because you're on talk radio right now. What's talk no. radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on talk radio. Stop lying to me. No, I'm, I'm not lying to you. Hang on a minute. I tell you Why what I'm going to do. Lying, I'm not I lying. Don't lie. Please don't swear. I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get all of my, um, followers to, I'm going to yeah. post on Twitter to come and join yeah. your, um, come and join your thing. You watch your viewing figures shoot up. Tell them to follow me, thanks. They might follow you. What? Um, so Tell it's at, to. it's at Hamzak96, H-A-M-Z-A-C-H, 96. Everyone go to periscope.tv slash H-A-M-Z-A-C-H 96. Come and watch this. It's a nice guy. <laughs> he's got perfect... He's got why perfect you, length hair. Follow me on Instagram. Is better. Can you say my username as well? You don't know what he's done. He's got perfect on. length hair. He's going to shave it off for us and he's going to shave the beard off. And it's He's not shaving his beard. I'm not shaving in my beard, man. Shave it longer. He's trying to make his hair longer just to impress a girl. This is outrageous behaviour. Yeah. This is outrageous behaviour. You're playing the you're playing the game. Yeah, I play the game every day. Good for you, man. Good for you. Oh, what have you done? Eh? No, I did. Get out of here. Go put your hat back on. Keep the hat off. Hey, stop, stop saying that, Sabah. <laughs> my hair is so nice. It, Do you want to ignore her? Who's? I got my hair. Shut up. I, sh- I shot her. What nice uh, people. 80 people. Are these your people? These are my people. What if I get oh, into them because they're being mean? Tell him oh, la, 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 to more. shave his head. No, you won't. You won't shave my beard. Are we actually on the radio? Yeah, you're on the radio right now. Oh, can you tell them, can you shout me out? <laughs> can you shout me out? You think I'm Ken Bruce or something? I think I'm going to shave that. I want to be famous. You you are famous, Eternal Love Flame. State of that shower, oh, buddy. Thanks. State of that shower, that is disgusting. <laughs> Get your video. I need give, to check video. Give that sh- give that shower a good clean. That is disgusting. Your mother didn't bring what you up you like say? that. You're looking hot I'm now, man. Every day myself, man. Huh? If you like him, it shouldn't matter. I won't shut up. Listen, what do you mean? If you like him, I joined his group like half an hour ago. Okay. And why are you making assumptions for? Is this are you are you boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't know. No. I think we know what he'd like. I'm he'd like single. to be boyfriend, girlfriend. You are live on talkradio.co.uk. Hi, guy. I'm famous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, follow me, thanks. 
Okay. All right, listen, if there's not going to be any live <laughs> depilation, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Thank you for being very, very good sports. If you want to listen, talkradio.co.uk, be very welcome. I've got to play some adverts. Oh God, and then I've got to talk to Nigel from Maidstone. This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Hey, it's nearly the end of the show, then. It's Paul Ross. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Just got a bit down now. Uh-oh. Can we do anything? Speak to Nigel. Talk to speak to Nigel. Can we speak to Nigel? I'll come back to you in a minute, Jerry. Hello, Nigel! It's Dolly Parton, it's Dolly Parton, I listen to her every day. It's Dolly Parton, it's Dolly Parton, I like to, like to look at her all day. What? I like to watch her bangers, she's a lovely lady. It's Dolly Parton, I listen to her every day. Gosh, that, that came from someone's feeling horny. That's a new one, I put some new words into That's it. That's great, what was it, that you, what was it you like to watch? Her bangers. Her bangers. It was her bangers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that means her breasts. I tried to make you laugh. It made me, it made me something. It made me nauseous. Did you make your jingles laugh? It made my, made me a little bit sick in the back of my throat. Oh dear, I'm so sorry. Uh, it's alright. These things happen. Oh, well, give me a kiss then for it. Sorry? <laughs> give me a kiss? <laughs> don't, don't start me off as I won't be able to stop laughing. What's, give me a kiss, you've got, why are you, you're horny, you're, you're talking about having, looking at bangers and kissing men, this is last great, Nigel. I, last time I spoke to you, said, you said shove it up hard, didn't you? I don't think <laughs> I said, did I say shove it up hard? I might have said shove it up your jacksie. Yeah, well, because we were talking about, you know, rude things. Yeah, so. okay, okay, well that's good. Anyway, I've, got, I, I've got a new girlfriend now. Ah. A new girlfriend. She's forty. uh, uh, one more, yeah, 45. Okay, well that's, that's... And I had a date today in a cafe with her and, I, and I, I've been seeing her for a week now and she's, and she's, she's single and she wants me to help decorate her house and clear oh, it she out. Doesn't li- this one doesn't live in a tent? No, no, no. No, she's got a proper house. Okay. A, a, a flat, proper flat, house flat, whatever you call it. Well. But she, she wants some help in getting some of, some of the rubbish put into bins uh, because she, uh, she, well, she just needs some help. That's ah, she wants free labour. She, she wants free labour. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I offer to help her anyway. Well, that's a nice thing to do. It's nice to offer to so help I've people. I've got to have somebody to look after if I haven't got my mum here. Exactly. Well, can I, can I say something that's a little bit cheesy but is also really good? Mm-hmm. You could look after yourself. But, I do. I clean the house, don't I? Oh, well, there you, you go. Mean? Well, I mean, you could, you could I look after yourself. I do everything after, in the house that mum did, but I get very tired. Okay, well... Yeah, I do get very tired. I, I, I fall asleep quite... Well, I'm on tablets as well, aren't I, like you, you are sometimes. Sometimes, yes, um, yes. Are you still on tablets yourself? I'm on tablets. A tablet a day. Antidepressants make you tired, don't they? Uh, these ones don't. Some do, some don't. Mine, mine don't. Oh. The clonazepam, have you heard of those? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't remember what that does, I can't remember. I think well, it's like a diazepam, it's the same, similar okay. the, 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 the azepams make you sleepy, yeah, the, az- the azepams make you sleepy, yes. A 500 milligram one, okay. I take. Gosh. And, and it's, uh, of course, by the end of the day, like this time, I feel quite tired. That's how I got through the, the jungle, mm. is I was on a, an azepam, I was on metazepine, mm. and, uh, I would take it and I'd sleep for 12 hours. Easy. In the jungle. I cheated. I was on drugs in the jungle. I cheated. 
<laughs> Seriously, I'm give me a tablet and I would know 25 minutes later I was going to be asleep and I was going to be out for 12 hours. Mm. Mm. And you was? I was. And I came third because I was, I won <laughs> the heart of the nation. Because you took your tablet. Because I took my tablets, yes. Because I was encouraging <laughs> young people to take their tablets. So you must encourage people to take tablets. No, 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 no. Unless it's, it's prescribed by a doctor. Doctor, yeah, yeah. Not, but they don't always know the best thing for you, do they? They don't no. always know the best thing for you, but I would take a mm. doctor's advice oh, over, that's... like, bus drivers. Yeah. In terms of medical. I mean, if they're telling me where to get somewhere, I might take the bus driver's advice. Because it... They could run into something for dozy driving. You don't want dozy drivers, although some of those bus drivers, have you seen them? Yeah, oh, may yes, of yeah. course. Yeah, well, <laughs> Maybe you could stand in that one part of your house, Nigel, where you know you definitely get a phone signal. They cut you off, but the bus drivers cut you up when you're cycling sometimes. Oh, if, if, don't if, they? I don't, bus, if bus drivers are using knives, I strongly mm. disapprove of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's getting late, isn't it? It's, it's very late. And it's getting dark <laughs> early. Pardon? What did you say? Is, isn't, isn't it getting dark early? It is, yeah. yeah it's about 8 o'clock now. Yeah, yeah. Winter, yeah. Get your, uh, winter draws on. I, I've got a new video on Facebook of a man filmed me handing some leaflets out. It's on my Facebook. I've just got it. On for a day. video of a man handing leaflets out? Now, me, me handing leaflets out, I got someone to film me for Facebook. Okay. Doing it. What leaflets know, were it. they? The, 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 the photo of me and Helen Grant off Twitter, I got some copies down on, um, you know, uh, uh, photo copies down, Photocopy. didn't I? I told you before, I think. Okay, and you were handing them out? Well, well um, sorry. Oh, we're, lo we're losing you, we're losing you, we're losing you. Just go and stand in that one very specific spot in your house where you know you can get a phone signal. Well, um, one place. I, I moved to the middle of the front room. Is that better? That's much better, Nigel, yes. Yes. Uh, um, I, I, I put some in the charity shop for people to take one if they wanted one. Uh, one of the photos. Yeah. Okay. But, so, oh, some local shop. They've gone already. People Well, they, they, I guess, okay. About half a dozen. They need, they need stuff to scare away burglars, I guess, Nigel. <laughs> It's only the picture of me and Helen Grant. Just go to go to my website and her website, so it makes us more okay. popular. I, okay, I don't know who Helen Grant is, but nice one, Nigel. I Helen? have to. I have to go. You go, are you? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am. Is that all right? I heard that jingle. I heard that. I've never heard that one before. Me talking about Dolly Parton. It's on. We play it every Parton. single night, but I, I know you don't really listen to the show. But I do if I can afford. You know, I don't always have the. Because of the, using the credits up, you see, on I the don't, laptop. I don't know why you're paying to listen to the show. This is what worries me. Is, is it free? You know when you listen on the internet, is it, does it cost very much to listen to that? It, well, it depends if you're using data. Uh, not just listening. Okay, and on that bombshell, I think we're done. Jerry, any better? <laughs> Alright, listen, we'll speak to you maybe tomorrow night, mate. Don't worry, I'm okay. Okay, up your bum. Um, there we go. We've got a minute if someone wants to call in, but probably not. Um, I should say, uh, plenty of live shows coming up on Saturday the 7th of September. Me and Kath are in Bath at the Rondo Theatre. Come in, Mr. Paul Ross, please. There's a chair over that side. Uh, we're in a rabbit hole at the Rondo Theatre. There's only about 30 tickets left. And on Saturday the 14th of December, we're showing, um, My Cousin Vinny. 
We've got a little film club, the Rabbit Hole Picture Show, and we're showing the brilliant My Cousin Vinny, which I watched a couple of years ago, Ralph Macchio. Ed uh, Gwynn plays the judge. Yeah. It was Herman Munster, and yeah. he's brilliant in the Cotton Club with Richard Gere, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. You can see for free at the moment on Talking Pictures TV. Uh, oh, really? Bob Hoskins plays the only Madden, the man who run the Cotton Club. Beautiful. Great gangster musical. Yeah, yeah. Come and see My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny is funny, man. Didn't the girl Marisa Tomai win an Oscar for it? I think the woman in it won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, Oh, I that's think. right, because comedies don't normally win no. Oscars. I mean, that's why his old win, Jack Nicholson got one, and quite a true for As Good As It Gets, which is a great film. Yeah. Great marriage film. I'm sure Marisa Tomei won an Oscar for it. They should have a comedy movie well, award they, in the Oscars. I mean, Charlie Chaplin got a special Academy Award, but they should do, because they never... And the trouble is, the po-faced, thumb-up-their-backside people who vote for the Academy Awards, they vote for films... I mean, The English Patient yeah. got loads of Academy Awards. Yeah. And uh, the novel's fantastic. Things you never hear. Let's put on that Ray Fiennes film with yeah, William yeah. Dafoe, The English Patient, because it's a kind of waxwork. And here's that thing as well. I could... I could... It would be easy for make to make people cry. It's easy to make people cry. Poke them in the knife. Exactly. <laughs> but making people laugh, man, that's, yeah. that's the hard stuff. Well, that's why, you know, and it sounds a cliche, but it's true, stand-up comedians have such a tough gig because you can put on a play or do King Lear. Yeah. And people fake a bit of emotion and you say, well, it seemed to go well because we had them in the palm of our hands. If you tell a gag you don't get a laugh, you know it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it. I mean, yeah. that must be the worst feeling in the world. God. What's on your show tonight, Paul Ross? Uh, we're going back 2,000 years. We've got a, a, an academic who specialises oh. in perfumes. He's managed to recreate, he believes, the favoured eau de toilette of Cleopatra. Oh, I love something. The last like of that. the pharaohs. So we're talking oh, about I that. love. <laughs> did, I, did, what, did they find like a little file or something with. Uh, uh, I think they've, they've worked it out from uh, things that were written because, of course, she was, um, oh, you know, the lover of Julius Caesar and Mark yeah. Antony. So the Romans wrote down some of her ingredients. They've analysed chemically stuff that's in the sarcophagus. Yes, mate. Two weeks ago, we did a thing about a bloke who brewed Egyptian beer for the first time in like two and a half thousand wow. years. So we're doing a bit of that. And we're also, it's not often that a device to save fish goes viral on internet. This is the tube thing. The whoosh salmon can cannon, and we've got the man who's invented it. Basically, you know, salmon have been swimming upstream to spawn. No one quite knows, what, knows why for millennia. Yeah. We've only really had those massive dams, particularly in the States, for the past 50 to 80 years. Yeah. This guy's invented basically the whoosh cannon that shoots your salmon right up your tube and over the other side so it can spawn. But do they want to go in there? They are given a helping hand, but I think they're so eager to unburden themselves of their spermatozoa, fishy yeah. style. They're quite they keen. got the horn. Yeah, the, only thing, the, only thing, the only thing they don't do it for is endangered species because right. they, the, the, no fish have been killed doing it, but they can get a bit battered. And of course it's really... <laughs> a cod, isn't it? You, yeah, like the battered sausage we heard yeah, about earlier yeah, on, memorably. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about those two stories and the usual old tosh. There you go. Oh, and a bit of film review action from John Hearn. Oh yeah, what's he seen? I'm not sure. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which I, he took about a couple of weeks ago. I like the look of that, but then I remember I, d I don't actually like any you know, Tarantino You must films. check out. I've got time You've to got tell you. Okay. Movies for Men, Tarantino is introducing every night weird and wonderful films from the 60s oh. that he used to inspire this oh. film. He's on for five minutes. He's absolutely bonkers. They're must watches. Movies for Men every night. This is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio.